How's it going, friends and family of the internet? Welcome to the Real AF TV podcast, a show about fishing and random takes from the land of 10,000 lakes. I'm one of your hosts, Josh Labah. And I am Tim Wagner. Tim, for here. us, this is uh, this is close together uh, recording. I think it is. It feels yeah. like it because I was on vacation and stuff like that. And you're no, on vacation. We're taking our little summer breaks, but yeah. we're keeping the podcast going. That's we're like, I'll put in a date on it. That's what I'll yeah. say. Right. As far as recording goes, um, we're like a week apart from the recordings, which may be evident to people, too, because we might be referring to the ICAST being like, it was like last week or whatever weekend. Right. Yeah. We may accidentally let that go. Yeah. So that's why we do this shit. Yeah. (laughs) But that's that's how it goes, man. I listen to other podcasts and they're just like, well, I actually don't know when this one will be coming out. But it's and sometimes you're like, damn, that was recorded like months ago. Right. Because of the reference they make. Because they make a reference. Right. And it was. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) We're never that far apart, but I totally get it. Like some of these guys, you know, like Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer and them, like. They got crazy busy schedules. You yeah. know, and they're putting out a weekly podcast. Those guys right. gotta batch record like five, six, oh, seven episodes. Totally, in the day. dude. Yeah. Like yeah. they have a wardrobe department at their little podcast studios. <laughs> so that way they can right. like change, you know, degrease yeah. from the lights and and get right. back on <laughs> yeah, the mic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, think about it. When they go on tour, they're still releasing podcasts from the studio. And right. you're like, I know Tom is in fucking Seattle tonight. Tom had the gnarliest tour that like anybody's ever done. The he's come when he, the coming everywhere tour. Yeah, I'm coming everywhere. I mean, it, it's named, and he he did like 300 shows. I watched his stand up special. He what says it right at the beginning. Fuck? Like it, it says like 300 shows and however many. It was like a year and a half long, and he did Holy just shit. so much. Yeah. But now he's rich. So, I mean, he was doing well for himself already, but <laughs> right. that many shows and some of them are stadiums like he's killing it. So, yeah, it's yeah. great. It's great to see that. I That guy's funny. That That's all there is to it. That guy's funny. And he's good. Oh, yeah. And he's a hustler. Sure. Yeah. One of my faves. I've been listening to him for years. I'm not going to oh, yeah. say since day one. I don't know when he started. That's right. How he's a funny brag to me from people that just be like, I've been there since day one. Right. Like, that's awesome. I'm glad you learned about him right away. Some of these people you don't hear about right away. Like, you can't, right. can't brag about all that shit. Just been all been there at the, I was there at the very first episode of the podcast. Like, that's crazy. I, I don't know how you. Right. Like, how, how did, did you, you even, them? like, I get it if you've listened to the entire log, but like, like the entire backlog. Okay. Right. So you had, that's your hobby. Your hobby is to listen to this podcast. Good for you. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. You were there on February 1st of fucking 2021 or, you know, of February 1st of 2019, right. like the shit you were. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You to, know, whatever to listen year. to the first podcast, which is like, where did you even hear about it from? It's not like this is a new franchise sports team where the whole <laughs> state has been buzzing about it for months. And then right. As they've for been applying one. to the NBA to yeah. get a new, like, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's just whatever. I don't. I get that people can be excited about it, just being like, "I knew about it before anybody else." But it's like, right? 
I don't know why that's a bragging point for some people. Or when you just be like, I've been listening to it. Yeah, but have you been listening since day one? Yeah, no. that's the part that I... Has anybody been listening since day one? Right. right. <laughs> me. Exactly. Me, bro. Right here. Yes, I have. Right. I'm number one fan. Don't even act like you're number one fan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, dude. <laughs> so everybody listening to our podcast, thank you. This is episode yes. seven. Like this is going to be episode seventy-four. We are going to jump into our iCast twenty twenty-three. I think this is going to be an annual special now for as long as iCast is around, and as it's, long as the Real AFTV podcast is. Around. I love talking about it. So I, I know. <laughs> and E three's dead. So there's not really like an E three episode. It's just like, well, we'll do a half hour, forty five minute random take about what's happening in the summer games. But there's yeah. no like giant video game one so it's like i would i think we would be able to pair iCast and e3 together and just do like a two two and a half hour podcast yeah i'm just super excited about a (laughs) real life show and right now i have a reason to get into the fishing show and it's fucking rad so i think that yeah we're just gonna try to do an hour and a half two hours straight through i won't even do the ads we're just gonna buzz through this one man Dude, I got I got to say too in case anybody out there of importance is listening cuz I came to the realization the other day that like I honestly think my dream job would be the buyer for a fishing company. Mm. Like the other day there's Omnia Fishing here in Minnesota and they basically just buy lures and soft baits and like every there's like trolling motors and the new electronics and stuff but Mm-hmm. Those guys are going to the iCast every year just to look at all the new stuff and basically just being like, damn, that thing's cool. Like a pre-order, get that on, you know, right. Writing all down. And just yeah, like, yeah. I'm addicted to going into a store and looking at all the new <laughs> lures and buying the shit anyways. And then like I could just do that as a living. That would be phenomenal. And Tim, I'm going to up your resume for you as as a as a friend, a colleague, uh, like uh, someone who's been. As as professional colleague and as a yeah. you know friend, uh, we have so we've done so much. And you're like professionally, you're a talker, you're an engager. You can you can you just get along with people. And even if you don't get along with people, you know how to BS those ten minutes of time to make a oh yeah good impression. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Which I'm not. Which is something that's needed for someone going to shows like that because these salespeople that run these shows are always engaging people. That's their job. That sure. is, and yeah. you have to have a certain personality to do that. But you've been a salesperson before. True. You now have a logistics background from being a driver for how many years? So you understand, True. like, if somebody's dropping some some shit like oh we're we're actually based up here but we manufacture over here and we warehouse here and all this stuff and it's just like you can start to connect those dots a lot easier than somebody who has never dealt with shipping at all that's true statement. Yeah, <laughs> so I your resume is actually pretty deep for a fishing buyer man <laughs> i like it i liked it so that was not even me bragging myself up Josh is helping out. So if you're listening <laughs> and you're looking for a buyer, I don't have any experience in that except for I have two tackle boxes full of shit. You know, <laughs> you don't have any experience in that specific right. thing. I don't have any. But you have but a lot I, of experience to bring to the table. Right. That's for sure. And I'm a quick learner 
And I would definitely like if you're like, we need to train you in or whatever, because I'm assuming most guys that would just go <laughs> shopping for fishing stuff wouldn't know what to do as a buyer or whatever. I will definitely like that's I will give it a hundred percent. I'm not going to say a hundred and ten percent because that's a stupid ass saying. Yep. You can't give more than a hundred percent. But I'll give it a hundred percent. I'm a realist, man. What the hell? Can right. I give you a fictional number? No. <laughs> I play a reel with you, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> but and yeah, if you I want to get in contact with us, I can tell you how. Go to realaf.tv slash contact and yeah. bam, we get those Hell emails. Yeah. Or you can find us on Instagram, right. Twitter, uh, and even in the YouTube comments, we are at realaftv, youtube.com slash at realaftv. Remember real like fish and real. Yeah. We're out there. If you look up real AFTV, on any of the social medias. We're there. Yeah. We're there. We get these things. Uh, also, Patreon. Hey, if you want to help us, go to iCast someday. <laughs> that's a lot of funds to ask for. <laughs> so that's why I'm uh, laughing about it. True. Like, we're not... Patreon.com you know, slash really obviously, obviously, we don't expect you to, like... F- you know, we're not just being like, help us fund the whole thing. We can't spend any money. It was like, you know. Right, right. Help us out with anything. That's that's what we're getting at. That's really all it is. If you want to help us out, whatever. If you're right. like, I can't help you, you know, as far as funds go. Yep. But I can give you a phone call to make sure that you're up at the right time in the morning so you don't miss your flight. Uh, hey, Whatever you want to do to help. That's cool. Yep. Because yeah, <laughs> we got I'll... direct messaging on Patreon, specifically only exclusive for patrons. Patrons. And so, whoa. Shit out of me. I'm down here all by myself. I forgot I had my fucking battery pack plugged into my oh, phone shit. and I moved it and it like fell on this plastic. I have the my uh, ice fishing rod case here still because I don't need it for anything else right now. Just sitting next <laughs> to me. And it fell on that. That scared the shit out of me because there's nobody else down here. I'm like, what the fuck? What the the fuck was that? What is happening? I've never had a noise down here at all. (laughs) That scared me. Sorry. I didn't. I don't know if I was loud on the mic because I was like, what the fuck? It did make a weird sound. That's for sure. So if you were freaked out by that noise, don't worry. It was Tim. Uh, So that's it. Okay. You know what? I'm going to call that whole entire beginning housekeeping and we're going to we're going to jump in now here into the fishing topic. Sploosh. <laughs> we do not have fishing news. We do not have a random take. This is a special episode and I think that's how we're going to keep it. This seems like a this is a big deal. So that's what I was trying yeah. to get through at the beginning there. Um, that the iCast episodes will be the same. Yeah, I think that's. I think you know we did one last year. We did over two hours last year on iCast. Um, yeah, we did. Uh, we're gonna do a lot here, and you know we're we got our time limit that we're trying to keep it in. But anyways, uh, it's a big event, and I think that making it a, an event, one of the few event podcasts that we do, like. You know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year, stuff like that. The New Year one is wishy-washy, but like, I think it's fun to make this a straight through, no breaks, no ads. Just we start it, 
we chat, we get iCast in, and we and we're done. I think it's fun to keep it that way. So let's yeah, plan yeah. on keeping it that way. Let's let's do that. Let's put that on wax. I like so, it. If you're listening to this as it dropped, iCast was on July eleventh uh, and fourteenth. So I know that we're, you know, like a few weeks away, but you gotta gather your information, you know? Like you gotta take your time. Watch some iCast videos and look at some gears and stuff like that. Tim? Yeah. I don't know if I ever told you this, but but we have done experimental footage. I don't know if we put it on social media, but we probably should. You remember that time we were trying to get and did get a pike to strike by casting a camera and reeling in a camera? Yes. Yeah, I was actually just talking about that today with a guy because... Oh, really? He, Yeah, it's one of the guys that I... Like, one of my pickups, <clears throat> and he was asking me, he's like, like swim baits, do those work? And I'm like, that's such a loaded question for a guy like me. Like, I'm just like, for a guy uh, like me, <laughs> we're gonna get into the weeds here. And uh, it, it, and I just was like, okay, well, I go, it depends on what you're going for. And I was like, because different sizes can catch you different things. Bass will eat swim baits, you know, muskies, northerns will definitely eat swim baits. And then I was just like, and then how you retrieve it and all this other shit. And I was kind of touching on a bunch of different stuff. And I yep. was like, and because Northerns, uh, if you're just in the right spot, because I was like, the other part is like, you need to be where the fish are. And I was like, if you're where Northerns are and you're casting in a swim bite, swim bait, they're going to eat it. You know, if you're just reeling it fast or whatever, like you're mm -hmm. going to get bit. Mm -hmm. And then I told him, because like, they just eat whatever. And I have video proof that like they just ate a GoPro because it was shiny and moving in the water. Like it doesn't need to be. It was a, an old one. I told him like it's an old box that's moving all stupid in the water. Mm -hmm. Doesn't look anything like food. Nope. And it still bit it. Yep. Because it was just like, what is that? Is that something I can eat? <laughs> <laughs> and I remember editing it now. So it definitely is out there on social media somewhere, but maybe I'll try to get it posted uh, Yeah. again because we're talking about it. And the reason why I brought it up is because we were, we were just experimenting at the time. Um, I've always been a camera guy and it was one of those situations where you're, I, I came to you with an idea and you or like, oh yeah, this is how we can make that happen. And I got a spot. Let's, you know, yeah, let's give it a shot. And and sure enough, it fucking worked. Um, yeah. And you being the fisherman, you were like, I just saw you reeling, and I was like, nothing. So you're gonna try again? And you're like, oh no, it hit it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, was like, I, I was just like, what? And you're like, oh no, I felt it. There's just yeah. there's nothing I can do. There's no hooks or anything like that. But I know it hit it. I could feel it. <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, oh, oh shit, we gotta go put the SD card in the computer. Like. Yeah, yeah. I think it was, if I remember correctly, it was a little bit more confusion. Like, I think I felt something, dude. Oh, okay. And then we go back to look at it and we're just like video yep. evidence. When we slow it down, you can clearly see like one of the still frames. You're like, I'm pretty sure I just saw a fish. Like, didn't yep. I? And then one of the still frames, like you can clearly see like the gills 
like because yeah. the, the like its lens itself is in his mouth you're like right. damn dude look at that yeah that's right that's right because you you said i'm pretty sure yeah i do think that's what it was you're right like you were pretty sure but you're like this yeah. is weird i've never yeah, i've never like reeled in a gopro before you know i've never reeled in a yeah. camera so where i'm going think- with all this what's that I was just going to say, because I think it was one of those where it was just like, I felt some resistance. Right. Like for a moment. Right. I felt like it got stuck on weeds or whatever, maybe. But I think we were above all the weeds and I didn't catch any weeds. I don't right. Know. Let's go look. Yeah. Damn, we, I just that. remember we were just like, we went in and checked and yeah. So where I'm going with all that is that experiment has always had my mind going. And that was years ago about like, could we put a fin on it and make it more stable or could we, how could we position it so it'd be hydrodynamic enough to like put a leader on? I didn't have the yeah. words for that at the time until we started doing the podcast. But I was always like, yeah, in my brain, I was always trying to figure out and I should have just came up to you and we should have spent a weekend on it. We probably could have done it. But I'm thinking to myself, like, how do you do this where you could like catch a fish on camera? And yeah. well, Weston, a Scandinavian company, like they're called Weston yeah. Scandinavia. Uh-huh. They came to iCast with an inline camera. Yeah, dude. Did you see that thing? Yeah, because they won. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I want one I'm so bad, like, dude. I have I have notes. If you if you catch me looking down, I have notes, and I like save stuff on my phone. I'm like, damn it, I got that someplace. Where the hell? <laughs> <laughs> well, you keep looking for it because I just wanted to say like. That's what it is, dude. It's like a torpedo that you can put a leader on and they had footage and it's exactly what I pictured in my head that we started working on. And I was just like, I knew this had to be something that was coming along. I knew this had to be something someone was working on. And dude, I'm so pumped. I want one. I tried to look them up. and This is the weirdest thing. So I went to their, excuse me, I went to their website and they- You know, since they're the manufacturer, they sell to distributors, to, like to retail outlets. Right. So it's like, oh, find, you know, find where to buy. And I put in our area. Yeah. And one fucking runnings in like, I don't even, I don't even remember where, but it was like north of St. Paul or something like that came up. A okay. runnings. <laughs> yeah. Runnings has good, the runnings in... Like near us, if anybody's listening near us, the runnings in Monticello has a phenomenal fishing section. It might have been that runnings then. I don't know. It is big. The runnings that we have here in St. Cloud, Mm -hmm. um, because we have a runnings in St. Cloud now, Mm. um, not as good. It's It's not terrible, but it's, I mean, maybe a quarter of the size that they have in Monticello. The Monticello one is a big, big. I was going to say, that has to be a big fucking store then. So maybe it was that one. I just don't even remember it because I was like, bullshit, that a running's going to have this. And I totally dismissed it. But now. Yeah. So if you hit that running's up for any fishing gear, dude, and you see this fucking, the Weston fishing camera, you tell me how much that is. What is it called? The Weston Escape Cam. Thank you. I did not write the name. I was too fucking overwhelmed by the footage and yeah. the fact that this thing exists now and it's cool it's got like three fins on it so it definitely makes it like that was our biggest problem like our footage right is the camera and it's going like do, 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 like back and forth it's because obviously you reel it it's right you know moving 
this has those three fins and the way it's being pulled through the water it's going to be stable as hell yeah and it even looks like it's like a steel leader that's mounted to it and it oh you think like, that leader comes with the i don't know for sure but the one picture the... that i have here is yep. like a steel leader with a lure attached to it yep that's... but the front treble hook is removed and it's like i don't know what's up with this yeah. but this is from this is weston themselves this is weston cam on Instagram, on Instagram, Weston mm-hmm. underscore Cam right. is their thing. So if you're trying okay. to check it out, right, um, head over there and see this thing over there. That's why I didn't try to describe yeah. it because I know this is like this is a podcast after all, um, right? I do usually, you know, we try to lead into it more, but like you said, it it looks like a fucking it's a mini torpedo with I don't know steel leader on it. Like what more? <laughs> it was a good photo, but there's nothing more yeah. to describe. <laughs> Right, right, because the footage itself is very kind of hard to watch because it's moving around, and then you can just see that there's a fish and clearly a bit it. But before that, you're kind of like, okay, what am I? What? Uh, uh, oh shit, there was a fish. Oh, you're talking about yeah. our footage. Oh yeah, sorry. Right, right, and yeah. it, that's why I said when we did that, it was always in my mind like, okay, we should figure out a way to put fins mm-hmm. on it or something, and how to make it hydrodynamic and and stable right. or whatever. And like, here it is. Finally, <laughs> this thing exists. Yeah. I want one. Holy shit. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it was, it won best of uh, category electronics. Okay. So, I don't know if the category was like cameras or what, because there's other electronics stuff. And I got some of that here. One right. And I don't have that different. Like, yeah, I have that near the bottom, but we'll get, <clears throat> we'll bring it up organically. I'm just saying in the bottom of my notes, because there's one thing that I wanted to bring up just quick and see where you have it. And we'll see how it goes. So this is in production gear. I just said production gear. That's where I put that camera. Um, oh, sure. Okay. They did try to sell it to it, like for fishing in the sense of like, oh, yeah, you can just cast this thing out and then reel it through and then throw the SD card in your phone and you can see what's out there and then you know what to fish, what you're fishing for and all this other stuff. And I'm like, oh, yeah, uh, you're kind of, you're I get that you're selling it at iCast, a fishing thing. This thing is for production. This is a oh, production. For sure. This this is totally a production yeah. camera. Nobody's gonna fucking. That's way too I complicated. Mean, I got a fish finder. I'm gonna be fine. You I, know. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I could see some of the, I could I could see it, where like you cast it in if there was a way to do it like faster. You'd have to you have know? a whole other setup. Yeah, you'd have to have but a two if, rod setup. Yeah, I mean, like, if you could just hook it on there, cast it out. But, I mean, to even look at the footage. Oh, like, right. There's no, there's clearly no, like, viewing screen on the camera. So, you got to right. hook it up to whatever you got to put it on. Yep. To, you know, whatever it happens to be. I don't know what it has. If it's, I'm assuming it's like a micro SD card. So, whatever you have that you right. can hook that up to real quick. And then, who's bringing a laptop with them out onto... No, it, it, they have like, cell phone adapters, like one for an oh, iPhone sure, and one right. for yeah. USB-C and one for old iPhone. Oh, they do for the camera. So you can Yeah, but you have to then pop the camera open, pull out the SD card, put the SD oh. card in the mount, and then oh, mount yeah, it into you, your phone, and then open the I app. See, and I see. You're you saying follow. they have the yeah. adapter for the SD card, right? Right. right. I thought, it comes I, with the camera. I, I misunderstood. I thought you were saying that there was a there was an adapter um, for that camera. Like oh, you could well, just essentially like, oh, there plug is. Plug it in. You're not. Right. You're kind not of. really wrong. But like but. you said, you're pulling it in after you, you know, 
you're just like, hopefully that was the cast I wanted to make. Because then what happens? You think you made the cast you wanted to see. You take it all apart, put in your SD card, watch the video, and you're just like, damn it, I wasn't even in the right spot. <laughs> and, you cast and so, yeah, it's 100% for production, especially if you have, like, the professionals are going to be out there, um, you know, using all the different uh, forward-facing sonars and all that shit. That right. But Other even just one, a traditional fish finder and, yeah. and some knowledge, you're going to know what's out there. That one that one fisherman, I can't remember what his name was, but he did win that one stop on the tournament because he was using the Aquaview. So maybe if they come up with a live way, you know, if they're able to hook it to a monitor. I, I like think an there Aquaview will be a version future, two. I think there will be a yeah. version two that has Wi-Fi that works when it's out of the water because we found out Wi-Fi doesn't work underwater. <laughs> um, oh. and maybe maybe that is, I don't know enough about Wi-Fi currently, but it is it is a radio wave that's meant to go through air specifically. Yes. I don't know sense. enough about the actual engineering of it, but I, you remember when we had the GoPro with the Wi-Fi in it and we put it underwater and it shut oh. off the Wi-Fi? <clears throat> I didn't remember that but that does make sense yeah but and but when you pull it out and it's still running it'll connect to wi-fi again so i think sure. there will be a version two of this they're probably already working on it that you cast it out and it's already connected to your phone through a you know wi-fi network yeah. your phone's gonna say it lost connection it's gonna sit there and just keep looking because there's gonna be a specific app and sure. then when you pull it out the Wi-Fi network will connect again and then you'll be able to rewind and play and stuff straight from yeah. there. So that's the one way that it could get better. But dude, I'll buy 1.0. I'm in. This thing's fucking cool. If this is a reasonable price yeah. and I have yeah. the, like money for more production gear, Real AFT yeah. is going to be getting it. Because Hell this is yeah. the other thing. Just quick side note. This is patreon.com slash Real AFTV. We're trying to build something and get you to help us. Like We want to build something along with the people out there and right. stuff like this is the things that we want to do to bring to you so that way because we have creative ideas around this obviously already we tested an idea like this years ago right yeah and like so, you said learn that like <clears throat> fins and a different kind of camera would work well and then they just go you ain't wrong <laughs> <laughs> So I don't want to dwell on this camera anymore. That was enough. Uh, sure. Because it's a it's it's a small part. I thought it was going to be a small part, but it has everything to do with Real AF TV, and that's why we yeah. want to rant a tear there. Whoa, yeah. Production is a big part. Oh, Jesus. What the fuck is going on? Oh, no. That sounded like it's something okay. shattered. No, it was just a tripod that for oh. some reason was standing awkwardly, and it fell over. Yeah. So now I've knocked over two things. I've done this podcast so many different times and not knocked over anything. <laughs> now here we and are on the iCast special. You're trying to make a case why you um, would like to be approached by future employees and <laughs> you're wrecking shit in your own studio. <laughs> I'm, I'm not excited about what happens next. It's just like the <laughs> ghosts, ghosts are real. I think <laughs> we're just doing iCast 2023 has become the paranormal podcast. <laughs> we're just... switching gears half an hour in. <laughs> okay. 
Okay, so one more production gear thing that I don't actually think is a production gear um, purchase necessarily, but I'm going to bring it up now and I want to see if you heard. Did you hear about the, that scale that Bubba made? Mm, yes. Okay, mm -hmm. do you want to go into it now or do you want to save that for electronics? Well, we can we can go into it now. We might yeah. as well. Like I didn't I didn't look into it a ton. Okay. But I did see they were talking about how that was going to be the official scale of I think they said the MLF. Yep. The yeah. MLF. Yeah, they yep. signed a deal with the MLF. Yeah. Yep. Because of its capabilities, it'll like show real time the weights and stuff it'll it'll communicate so everybody will see like as soon as somebody yeah. weighs it in yep bingo bango they're gonna they they scored a deal with uh the mlf to um to sync straight to their live tracker tracker live okay yes their score tracker live that's what it's called the mlf okay. score tracker live it's yep. going to be fed by the data from this scale. Sure. Yeah. So I think there's still dope. going to be an official on the boat from the way it sounds. But also MLF is big, right? ML MLF right. is not just those uh big uh ones that make it on TV, right? Right. Yeah. So maybe maybe this is their way of making the other yeah. tournaments bigger. But they did say well, it was going to sync yeah. up with their live tracker scorekeeper thingy, it, so Right. It's like Bass has um, smaller tournaments, too, that you don't always see. So it's sure. cool sure. because it's basically, you know, it's almost like the pros and the minor leagues and stuff. Like there's yeah, guys point. working their ways up, you know, yeah. there it's it's not just we got to go find our talent from other pools. It's like, right. We got some guys that have been like really killing it at this level. Mm -hmm. Like, let's invite them up, you know, like obviously they still need to pay like. I don't know if people are familiar with that, but you have to pay to get in these tournaments. It's right. not like you just get to go in them. It's yeah, the tournament money things, is but... part in <clears throat> pot. It's part of a pot, right. basically. You know, yeah. like obviously not all of the money is raised just by these fishers putting in yeah a, a amount that comes out to a hundred thousand dollars. Bass has a lot of sponsorships right. and ad money and stuff like that that sure. makes that pot so big. But the point being is. Yeah, you have to buy in. I mean, you have the potential to win a hundred thousand dollars. You have to buy your way into this, and earn your right. earn your way first. And right. Then buy exactly. Your way, yeah. You know. Yeah, you can't just go straight to the top. You can't just be like, "I have a thousand dollars." They'll just be like, "Sweet." <laughs> you know. <laughs> right. And it's more than a thousand or whatever, but. But I get exactly yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. So. But the like they just capitalize, man, because what they saw with, I mean. It was already kind of going this route anyways, but when COVID hit, yeah, they were just like outdoor stuff is stuff that we can do. What if we just make it so it's like digital? Like you go right. out and fish and you weigh yep. in your fish and then you just like record it back yep. and it's real time. And then they started doing those kind of tournaments where they weren't even keeping fish and bringing them in. You're just weighing them and like getting a record of everything that you're yep. doing. And then at the end of the day, they just tell you who's winning. Right. And then they actually came out. <clears throat> this isn't Bubba. I can't remember who all did this stuff, but there was actually a couple of tournaments where I heard of them um, actually doing it of like a, a like a bigger free for all mm. where I don't think it was like a huge payout, but it was almost kind of like one of those like sweepstakes type 
deals where they're like, it's free. Everybody can do it. And it doesn't matter what lake it is. Just like go away your shit mm. mm-hmm. and let, let us know. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of something like that. And I don't, I didn't follow that too close, but I did hear of stuff happening like that. So you can go and fish your lake. You can go and mm-hmm. fish your area, you know, it's like, right. and then they broke it down as in, into like a regional thing. Cause obviously oh, cool. like we have a huge disadvantage against people down South when it comes to that like can bass catch, fishing. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes to bass fishing and they can catch fish that we definitely don't have a chance at catching. So right. That it's stuff like that where <clears throat> you start seeing this and, you know, even if you only had a couple of those scales, you'd just be like, all right, well, here's our, you know, there's the leaderboard or whatever. Right. And this boat has that scale or whatever it might be. Like, you got to find these people. That guy is the one that you want to see or whatever it yeah. happens to be. So, yeah. And I don't, I didn't look at the price point. I would assume these I aren't didn't. cheap. No, Bubba doesn't. Nothing that Bubba sells is really that cheap. Like even okay. their fillet knives that are just the knife itself, like not an electric one, are like sixty bucks, mm. which isn't crazy. They make good quality stuff. Yeah, you know, there's right. obviously knives that are way more that expensive way, than that, and way cheaper too. <laughs> right. You know exactly. Way cheaper. I don't have any knives that are sixty bucks. So, right. <laughs> but but it's like it's definitely a very cool idea and they capitalized on it and then they got the recognition, you know, like, yeah, for sure. This is dope. You win. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And did you see like the reason why I put it under production gear um, is because they're like, there's no, (laughs) if you have one of these and you turn it on, there's no secret spots anymore. You know, there's no like, which is fine. I know that me and you, we've talked about like, you hate how like you're out on the same lake and everything like this and the lake's not that big. And, you know, you go to the local bar and people are like, and you, or you see someone at the landing and you're like, nice, limited sunnies, huh? Where were you? We're about where you? And they'll just lie to you or they'll just kind of pull the like, I don't know, this is over. And you're like, you're fucking getting off the lake. I'm just getting in. What is the deal here? Like, what, what's with the secret spot thing that, yeah, you know, but anyways, right. the secret spot thing is what I'm saying is like, there is no more secret spots because what you can do is like, you could fish a lake. I could fish a lake. You turn on the map, you, you sync an app, you sync the app to the scale. Yeah. And it, it just starts sending it to the app and then you can right. share the app. So like we could have a tournament just like you said and yeah. just share it. You know, yeah, the yeah. real AFTV community could like watch a tournament unfold in in right. real time or something. You know, like yep. that's why I put it under production gear. I I can see a lot of possibilities with something like this, even though it's sure. I don't think it's realistic at this time. Yeah, it just brings up a well, lot of thoughts. I was even thinking of like how it recorded and like showed everything that you could almost just like take that information and almost do like a a split screen. Like, just pull that information up. Oh, in real time. Yeah. And then even if not in real time, just oh, like editing purposes. In the editing. Late, you, yep. If you were doing a video and you're just like, here's that and here's that. And then you weighed that fish. Yeah. Um, And then That's you can sick. pull up like you have you here and then you kind of almost you could have like a like a slightly translucent 
you know, where it's not like completely just solid. It's just like here. Yeah. The overlay where it's just Mm -hmm. like, here's, you know, where it was, where it was weighed. And then you just kind of like record it as it goes on and just be able to give people that visual. And you could really tell a story with that. Yeah. Cause when you, when you have a scale, when people weigh it, they'll be like, you know, just like I show it on my phone here. Sometimes they'll have it and they'll just be like, okay, it's a, they're weighing the fish and they go to two seven and they'll like show the, the camera real yeah. quick. Uh-huh. And then you wouldn't even have to do that two seven and right. you literally see just do it in post. the, the thing. Yeah, exactly. Scale. Post. It just, it just show you what's going on and it give you all that information. You yeah. just hit them real quick with it, like where they right. are in the lake and all that other stuff. Yeah. 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 That's what I was thinking in post. If you have all that information, you just get the screenshots of what you got there. Right. And be able to show that real quick. I think that'd be dope. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've, I've dominated the first 40 hours talking about the production gear. <laughs> Tim, take over. I, I feel, I feel like I've just been, I brought two things to the table that just took over too far. That's okay. I had both of those on my list. It we're just talking about what you were excited about, what you saw. I was excited about it. And now yeah. I have other things. I will talk about some other stuff. Um <laughs> I was writing down some of it. It's like AFCO won three different awards Did in they? like shoes and two shirts. Who fucking cares? <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's let's glaze over wear really quick. Yep. Looks cool as shit. I probably should just get some fishing gear that I just wear in the fall while I'm doing my job at my computer because it looks light and fluffy, but like warm enough to be, you know, nice fall gear. But uh, yeah, who gives a shit? And I just would skip through those parts when I was watching videos or I would just scroll past as I'm reading articles. I would just like when I was looking at it, that's all I could think of. Like when we when we talk about it on the podcast, it's like obviously i'm just you know joking around here and if you wanted that stuff that's some shit like they won awards clearly it's good stuff if that's what you're into look into right. it figure it out right i'm not gonna be sitting here and just being like hey, let me put on my glasses it looks like i have a uh polyurethane you know probably not polyurethane or whatever like it's a blend it stretches nice uh it protects you from the sun um, it fights <laughs> off warlocks or whatever. Just like, I don't know, who cares? It's <laughs> it's it's just clothes. That's not what we're here to talk about. We're right. talking about what right. they got going on. And there was a couple of different things. And some of the different stuff I found was funny. I wrote down some different stuff. Um, there's There was different, like, if you really want to get into a lot of this stuff, there's different things that were just like, some of it was real subtle. Like, um mm. VMC won the best terminal tackle. Yeah, dude. With a with a swinging Ned rig. Dude, that so, thing was crazy. Yeah. And it's cool cuz it's like it's not super crazy. There's not a whole lot going on there, but it has I've like never the seen Ned. anything like it. That's why it yeah. blows my mind. So there's been there's been like some swinging like jointed rigs like that before like you can get like a Texas rig where it's got like a bullet weight and then it has like a worm you know like a wide gap hook on the end and there's been a couple of different things that have come out and some have failed some haven't some look kind of gimmicky like you're like what is this I know I had one at one point 
mm-hmm. that had this weird corkscrewy thing and they're just like it's mm. super easy to like take hot off the hooks and like put a new hook on and i was just like mm. cool yeah that sounds kind of cool and i like got it and then it was like practically like why the fuck am i switching hooks <laughs> and like the weight is what i would switch you know like at first like they oh, get you and you're like sure the weight would be what I switch. I don't know. I guess I could switch the baits real quick, but I'm talking soft plastics here. Like I just take off the soft plastic, put another one on the hook. <laughs> Anyways, there was weird stuff like that. But this one here, it's it's jointed, so it gives like it won't necessarily be the greatest thing in all applications. But in a Ned rig, a lot of times you're trying to use like a floating bait. Like the the soft plastic is like a formula where it floats. Because a Ned rig sits down and then the float oh. and bait kind of makes it stand up and then it just gotcha. sits there almost like it's, you know, if you wiggle it a little bit, it looks kind of like a fish that's, you know, like feeding on the bottom or whatever it might be doing. Okay. And, uh, you know, it is not necessarily always a fish. It might be a crayfish or whatever it happens to be, but it looks like it's kind of just like nose into the bottom or tail into the bottom, whatever your mm-hmm. bait is trying to mimic. And in this circumstance because it's jointed it's going to move it like the other ones it's your ned rig and then the hook is there and it's solid so when it hits the ground it just kind of sits there yeah so the this weight and the, the hook are just like facing towards the surface of the water and they're just stuck in place right exactly yeah it just yeah. kind of sits there it'll have a little bit of movement but with that jointed one it's gonna like it has the freedom to move kind of wherever it wants yeah and that's what it they also like. said that the, like rigidity of the two can actually hurt your chances of landing a fish like the hook can come out more because of that weight and the hook is one piece like uh-huh. i don't necessarily understand the science of how that works like right. i don't i'm but they must have Maybe. done tech. They must have done tank tests and shit like that to right. be able to and like even create it. But they must yeah. have to say shit like that. And I've heard people say stuff like that too. And mm-hmm. maybe tomorrow, if I get better sleep, I'll be able to understand it. But right now, I'm just like, <laughs> I'll take your word for it. I, it's like, <laughs> but the jointed is supposed to help you. But the other nice thing about it, and they they've done this on a couple other VMC hooks, and maybe other people. Uh, other hooks out there have done this too so i'm not sitting here being like this is exclusive like nobody else has had this idea but they actually have a fluorocarbon uh bait keeper like some of them have different little metal pieces or a metal barb that they put on there Mm -hmm. and the one thing i didn't even think about until now when i heard the guy talking about it from vmc was that he they don't compromise the hook with what they do because it has that fluorocarbon okay. and there's a resin that holds that floor that uh piece of fluorocarbon on there so the ho- the fluorocarbon is kind of like a little spike think of it just like a little pokey thing that's gonna not let something slide over it oh and the resin is basically just gluing it there so instead of like welding it or like whatever they're doing to the hook to put another piece of metal on there to possibly uh-huh. compromise the strength of that hook Oh. It's not happening because the resin is just holding that piece of fluorocarbon there. Oh. And I'm just like, damn, dude, I never even thought about that. Like, so I don't necessarily know how other hooks are made, but some of the different mm-hmm. hook keepers have different setups. Like they're mm-hmm. there, it's a different style. Right. So 
I I can't give any specific examples of just being like like now that he says it, this one sucks shit. I know it does, but I don't. <laughs> but, right, but you heard it and you're like, oh, that sounds that sounds new. That sounds yeah. Like I get I get what he's explaining on a different yeah. level, right? Like and right, you're just like, I don't know if I've seen this before. Yeah, and I have some hooks that are off the top of my head. I can't remember what they're called, but they're for like the the chicken rig, the tiny child rig, like all those, there's a bunch of variations that are very close to the same thing. And it's like a straight shank hook that curves and it's got the hook, the bait keeper and the way you put it on is different and you can do different angles. But the, the moral of the story is I have some of the hooks that already have that resin and fluorocarbon keeper on it, mm. but this is just a different setup completely so i right. know exactly what he's talking about and i'm like i thought it was dope on the hook i have and this hook and ned rig thing looks cool also it's a completely different setup than what i'm looking at you right know, when i have hooks for but it's neat yeah and I love it was that. really neat and i just yeah. put down looks like a steady cam <laughs> to get back to <laughs> yeah. the production stuff i was like yeah. hey that's totally like a steady cam if you were to hold it like <laughs> yeah it's just yeah are you going to get some of those things? Because you, you talk about yeah, rigs quite a bit. Everything like, I tell people about on this, I'm going to buy, unless we're talking electronics <laughs> or here's a good time to bring it up because I probably will never have it, but I think it's cool as shit. Is yeah. the E, what, is, how the shit, the fuck <laughs> did I write here? E, oh, damn it. I wish I, I wish put I the could. letters too close together. I have it. <laughs> Shit, but what the other note that I wrote down was the e-bike kayak by Old Town Fishing. Oh, so Old Town, did you see that shit? I didn't see that one, but I saw a really crazy kayak. Keep going. I didn't. So hear it. I didn't see it. So Old Town Fishing is a kayak maker. Okay, and they have essentially an e-bike. That I mean, because you know how some of them have the pedals, right? Yeah, and they so. In the sense that I say e-bike, it has the electronic assist. So you're pedaling oh, in the and, kayak, and it has because kayaks on, have pedals in in them. Yeah, some of them That's, have okay. The so an e-bike, right? Okay, let yeah. me just tell you what's going through my head as I'm waiting for you to explain this. <laughs> I'm thinking of a real deal e-bike where it's like it's got a really fat down bar that a battery sits in. <laughs> But it's like a pedal oh, yeah. bike with the electric oh, assist. Yeah. And I'm like, I where's was... this kayak company coming in with this bicycle? Hell yeah, dude. I, I fucking exactly. totally blew that one. I, I get what you're talking about, but it's the it's the EPDL plus is what they're calling it. And it's the drive. I'm sure that they can put it on a number of different ones. Sure. But it's the pedals that you use to power your kayak. And then it has the electric assist. It has cruise control where you can set it like pure electric and burn out the battery a little bit faster. No way. Or you can just pedal it if you want to. Or you can do like a 50-50 deal. Like right. I don't have to pedal as hard and I'm still hauling ass. You know? Yeah. So it's like, damn, it's a great idea to it just be like, is. we're going to put this technology into the pedals. Right. So you're going to be able to use it kind of like a trolling motor. And you can use it 100% like a trolling motor every once in a while. Sure. That cruise control feature that, will just mm -hmm. cruise for you. Right. Like I need a break. My legs are tired or uh, like I'm cramping up, whatever it might be. Right. I'm cramping up. And if I don't hit this button, I'm going to lose ground to this wind. 
I right. need this to take over for me, right. whatever it might be. There's a different bunch of different applications that sound super sweet. So, so killer. Yeah. So I thought that was cool as shit. Um, but I wrote down a bunch of a bunch of different shit like for baits and stuff. Yeah. Um, Let's get into think, some baits, dude. Well, I think maybe I'll just keep real quick oh. hitting on. Yeah. The stuff that wasn't bait, so I'm not jumping around all over the place. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. really put this shit in order. I just kind of wrote down different stuff. Okay. But I think I think you'll be excited about this shit because I thought it was fucking cool. Okay. And hit me. Power hit pole. Us. So if you're if you're familiar with power pole, right? Yeah. The anchors in the back. <laughs> the anchors. The, the kick Correct. ass anchors. The kick ass anchors. They just go down and just stick and Power Pole came out with a trolling motor, and that mm-hmm. trolling motor won best in show for electronics because what? not only is this, I wrote down, here's what I wrote down. Hopefully, I can read this one. I wrote <laughs> down if the sub that imploded looked like the motor on this thing, I would trust it to take me to the bottom of the Great Lakes. I'm not going to the bottom of the ocean and none of that shit. Are you kidding me? I don't care. I don't care if it's a military grade submarine. I'm not going down to the bottom of the ocean. One mistake and it implodes and just nothing left of it. No thanks. Plus, it's super dark down there. That whole shit with that thing was stupid. You got one viewing window, but it's too dark to see anything. <laughs> what's the fucking Anyways, point what's the point you're watching it all on a screen except for like the what's the thrill you're risking your life to watch this tv <laughs> I, just, <laughs> you know? I can go to the buffalo wild wings in uptown to do that yeah for real <laughs> i could put my tv on my back porch and put like 5k on a coffee table in front of me and then just like put a sign that says come and take it and then I like hold a shotgun and see like <laughs> like that's that's some risky business right there <laughs> like, there's other things you can do if you really need to get a thrill of like i might die here just watching the tv <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> watching the tv in public with money out and just being like tempting the criminals 3 a.m just be like come on guys <laughs> anyways anyway, i'm getting yeah. into the weeds but that 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 what why well, didn't i saw i thought i saw the trolling motor that won best in show but i don't think it was a power pole so please keep going like i what what is oh what so does maybe, it look like i don't Tell know maybe there's different maybe there's different categories or whatever because i did hear that the minkota came out with a new motor as well and i actually seen mm. a different i was looking at omnia stuff and bob downey um was talking about his trolling motor how he's got the new one and it can go faster because they're all coming out with like brushless motors yep now yep and here's here's where it gets cool though that motor not it looks back to the power pole right right yeah back to the power pole one so you got like the motor on the bottom looks cool the way it's designed it's not your not just like the torpedo looking thing Mm -hmm. it's like the torpedo looking thing and then the top has another part to it like if you Mm. see this thing it looks a little bit different it looks similar to what it is but it looks like there's more going on there almost like it has some sort of a cockpit like if you blew it up it would honestly feel like that's a spot where you could sit like there's your captain's seat what but then the pole goes up and it has another brushless motor when it turns it can it has like a hundred pounds of thrust and they were like the torque 
on this thing, it drives through weeds like it's in open water. Like weeds don't slow it down. It just chops the shit up. But here's the coolest part. Every part of the motor is modular. Yes. Any one piece breaks down, they will ship out the new piece and they have videos to get you back on your feet. They'll just be like, here's the piece that broke. Yeah. Here's the video on how to fix it. Holy shit. That's awesome. That For is For somebody so to cool. just be like, you don't have to bring it into a manufacturer, like a, a, a licensed dealer to have right. them work on the shit. They're right. just like, everybody fixes shit on YouTube. Here's your piece. Right. Here's the video. Right. And here's our official <laughs> mechanic at PowerPole making a video. Like, yeah. You didn't get some doofus that just is holding his iPhone fumbling right. it every three seconds. Yeah. You know, forgets to take out the audio when he turns on the drill and it just blows your ears out. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like, it's. I'm sure I don't want to talk up it too much because I haven't seen the videos. Right. But I and mean, you know, they're going to be better yeah. quality than what I just said. <laughs> it's not going to be garbage. Yeah. It's, it might not be the best video in the world, but I'm sure it's not going to be garbage either. So, and the 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 trolling motor looks good too. So it's not just like garbage. It looks good. They That's were talking cool. about how it has the ability to do like the GPS with the spot lock and all that other stuff. So I don't know if they have licensing to work with like Hummingbird or Lawrence or Garmin or any of that shit. But they were mm -hmm. talking about how it has spot lock and stuff. So at the very mm -hmm. least it has GPS and it can handle doing that stuff. Right. Whether or not... It communicates with your depth finders is still to be figured out. But I just thought that was sure. the coolest shit to have it just be like, we've built it. So every piece that can break can be fixed. Right. And if you want to fix really it yourself, cool. we're also going to hook you up with the knowledge to be able to do that. So I was like, damn, dude, that's yeah. so cool. Sweet move. I love it. Very killer move on their part. So I got another one. This isn't electronics. Before I get into some baits, because baits are always my favorite, I got to talk about a couple of rods. Oh, yeah, and dude. I, I wrote down best saltwater is GU Loomis. And I, I wrote down, I'm sure it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> but but the, thing, the thing with the G Loomis is like it's more of a, I can't even really explain it to you because I wrote down lots of technical jargon, like nothing to really mm. report on without boring the shit out of you like, I just run, like <laughs> that's what your notes say <laughs> it's yeah it's it's like it's like a bunch of like it's really strong it's light it's good right. you know and it's like i believe you and i bet it's awesome right but nothing that i can really point out but the freshwater rods i gotta get into this because yeah. if anybody yeah. hears this that was on the other side of this suck a fart bro because i Told you, I commented on it right away and I couldn't believe it. Here's the deal. Best new rod for freshwater is the St. Croix Mojo Bass yes. Trigon. Oh, the Trigon specifically. It's, is I it missed Dragon that part. But, Trigon. I thought it Trigon. Oh, Trigon. Trigon. Yeah. Trigon. Yes. So the Mojo Bass yep. was already in existence. That was a rod that existed. Yep. And honestly, Mojo, the Mojo Glass is the like next rod I have on my buy list. I want oh. that for crankbait fishing. 
because it's a it's a glass a fiberglass rod mm. and we don't need to get into that right now but fiberglass right. for uh crankbaits is pretty much king i don't know there's there might be other stuff but that's what i want anyways the trigon yeah this the cork so is not made uh the same way as others he didn't get into the manufacturing process but he did said that traditionally the cork has always been made on a lathe so it has to be round so it's always round yeah now i've seen some that didn't look like they were round but maybe it wasn't cork maybe it was some other manufactured material so this is cork Mm -hmm. but it's not round and it's actually like a triangle shape because when you hold your hand it's kind of a triangle shape i know like when you look at it you're like oh dude it is (laughs) yeah and what i looked at when i seen this picture of it without knowing anything i looked at that handle and i said damn dude that looks dope as shit and then obviously it's instagram page so i wasn't dope as shit i was like that looks dope you know something like that yeah trying to keep it pg yeah this is they're not the real AFTV podcast right this is us this is how we talk deal with it if you made it this far what are you doing yeah anyways (laughs) (laughs) so i'm looking at that and i said it's dope when i said it's dope i'm looking at the comments and a lot of the people are just like, what's up with that handle? Oh, I don't like that handle. <laughs> oh and I'm just my like, okay. God. So you're shitting on okay, it because afraid of the way of change it looks. People. Yeah. I think it looks cool as hell. And you're out here shitting on it just because of the looks and just like, you got to go back to the other handle. Like, right. Obviously none of you guys have even held this. Why are we going based off a of look solely? Right. You understand like either you're not real fishermen or you're dumb. How are you just being like, oh, it looks dumb. Like, first off, I think it looks cool as shit. But I second, you're too. just not going to use a rod because of the way you think it looks. Right. The- <laughs> yeah, this our silence speaks volumes, I think, in that one. I'm out there fishing most mornings. Like, I'm not well kept. I don't shower before I go fishing early in the morning. <laughs> right. You really worried about image here? Yeah. It's... <laughs> I said, I, I said, I thought they looked dope as hell right away. On Insta, I had to comment and saw others shitting on it. And then I wrote as big as I could with exclamation points. You were wrong. year, <laughs> Okay. So now you can probably stop shitting on it. The, the yeah. people know fishing said this is the best new freshwater rod. Right. So... My exact thoughts right out the gate was even if you don't like the way it looks, mm-hmm. you're not going to try it. What if it's awesome? Turns right. out it's awesome. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Did you hear him? Well, how he, how they're like came to like how St. Croix got to that design. Uh-uh. He said that they worked with a engineer that oh they worked with an engineer who had worked yeah. with the MLB and worked with the, the NFL like, and stuff like that yeah. who said like guys that fancy word for sports science he used yeah yeah he just yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> and then he's like yeah so we just consulted with the guy and he's just like oh yeah no I've been working with the MLB and the NFL and stuff like that yeah. and it's just like dude your your hands not yeah. round your hand isn't right. round exactly it's science it's People science, 
Yeah. And that's what they use to do this. Yeah. And then people are just like, I don't really like the way it looks. But it's triangle shaped. Yeah. It's not round. Yeah, I bet you it's fucking sweet. I can't wait to try one out in the yeah. store. Because at $140 Dude, or higher, I'm not going to get one. But The picture I looked at, the one that I initially commented on, was like a profile shot. They couldn't even see that it was shaped different. Oh, because it has those. Okay, so for anybody who hasn't seen dumb. it yet, I mean, you should just Google it quick. But it's a triangle shape. That's what I just said. And the trigon. So it's like a, it basically has this, it's, it's, it's not hard corner triangle, so don't get crazy, but like, it's a triangle shape, triangle rounded triangle shape. And because it's not your traditional round shape that had a cork done on a lathe, like Tim said, yep. they've used these little black filler pieces. So they've been able to cut the cork thin enough to like fit one side of the triangle and then yeah. there's another side of the triangle that has to overlap, but there's a seam there. There's like a black seam that, I don't know, it's a really slick line that just connects the yeah, two dude, that, pieces of cork. Yeah, that, that, that line, black, they've done such a line. good job, right? It, that's what I'm talking about. It looks so good. That's why I thought like- It's almost got a sports black, car feel to that line. That's what I, I thought. That black line looks so stylish. I was yeah. like, damn, this is like a fishing rod from the future is what I thought. <laughs> and then I couldn't believe people yeah, didn't dude. like it. I'm just like, what do you- what do you want, dude? I don't get it. <laughs> it didn't make any sense to me. I thought it looked yeah. so cool. And immediately people were like, <laughs> so, I don't know. So, but are you going to jump on rods or are you going to keep going on the, sh- on the St. I got, I got nothing more for rods. I had, I got one more. Oh dude. Hit I, me with the rod. I had, I'm not going to talk about the real, I was going to talk about a real, but I do have, I have one thing for line. And then I have a couple, I have the baits that oh, yeah. won, and then I have another one that didn't win, but I'm just super excited for. Okay. So let's stick to rods quick and then we'll go in the line. Yeah. I love this like real time production stuff we're doing. Just that's, we fucking keep it real yeah. over here. <laughs> yeah. So hell yeah. Rod, this rod, I had to bring this up because I had never seen anything like this. The Shimano Poison Ultima. Whoa, dude, I didn't even hear about that one. And That sounds cool. Yeah, dude, it does, and it looks cool. So it was a scroll stopper for me. I was flipping yeah, through, dude. you know, I was reading through articles, yeah. and I saw this photo, and I went, okay, I'm going to read about this, Rod. 880 dollars is what they had it listed at in this article. <laughs> it may, yeah. I, I want to make it clear. It, this was a rod. <laughs> Yeah. Not a combo. This no. was Shimano's $880 fishing rod. Yup. Yeah, Shimano has like more expensive stuff and um they all have that top end stuff. Daiwa's got some of that okay. stuff on there. I shouldn't say they all cuz like Fluger doesn't have anything that gets close to that, you know. So there's sure. there's some companies that don't do the high end of the high end but Daiwa has stuff like that sure yeah it seems normal yeah so that's um the the so the thing back to like relate it to these why these two rods were the ones that came up is because they had a change in grip the one that there this was a two photo thing that i seen in the article it was just a nice looking rod you know normal like hero shot sort of thing yeah and then they had this close-up shot of a guy holding it in his forearm 
Mm. And so like when he held it, it like yeah. really sat well on the forearm. Oh, and so okay. it was like, it, does that make sense what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Well, I'm actually kind of looking at the picture and it looks like the one side, like for a casting rod looks kind of like flat. Yeah. So it lays yeah, like on your forearm real well. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. And sense. I just yeah, thought, yeah. oh, that's interesting. Get you some shit. torque if they try to pull it down. It's not all on your wrist. It's partially on your arm. Yeah. Damn, dude. That's nuts. Yeah. Isn't that weird? It, it looks gnarly as shit. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like the handle is completely different between a spinning rod and a casting rod, too. Oh. Or like the reels on the bottom versus the reels on the top. Right. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to make that comment because, of course, my mind went there right away. When I did it, I was just like, well. <laughs> that one is if a... If anybody was that, like, that looked like he was doing that. I'm just like, well, that's what you thought. Here it is. Go over to YouTube and check that one out. <laughs> uh okay yeah so yeah looks, that, that's pretty cool huh? very cool yeah yeah very cool yeah and the ultimate carbon mono cute dude what the frip <laughs> what the frip i got oh, looking at some of this stuff <laughs> what the frip i not looking at bro <laughs> dang dude <laughs> dang dude <laughs> I don't even know about that shit. Dang, dude, what the frip I'm looking at here? Dang, what the frip is this? <laughs> what accent is that? Does it make, doesn't matter. That's like that's it's like, like made up southern deep south in the bayou type shit. Hey yeah. man, what the frip is this? <laughs> okay, line. What line you got for line? Is Shimano, dude, dude, that mastiff. Yeah, that Mastiff. So the crazy thing is, like, first off, I didn't know Shimano was in the line game. Okay, good, because I was going to ask you that. Yeah, so that's, I don't know if that's brand new, but I don't see it all the time. Like, Daiwa recently got into the line game, too, and I don't think they were, maybe they had been for a while. I I should say that I know that they haven't been for, you know, at least five years. So it's not like it's new-new, but... okay. I didn't think that Shimano was in the line game. Shimano's typically been like all about like uh gears, you know? Like mm-hmm. it's not they're mm-hmm. they're not just into like the fishing stuff. Like there's like BM not BMX, like 10 speed bikes, 20 speed bikes or whatever they yep. are, like that have Shimano gears. Yep. Cuz Shimano's, Shimano's like, big or was and back yeah. when I was into bikes heavy. Yep. Yeah. So they're just like that's what I always knew them for. I personally didn't know that they had any lines. So I think this is brand new. But the Mastiff is a fluoro. They, he's saying like it's supple and all that other stuff. They all say that shit. So I don't know. I have to get out there and <laughs> actually try it for myself. But what he did say that caught my attention was that it has micro ridges that Dude. you can't see by the naked eye. And the, and the benefit to having that is that it's going to improve your knot strength and stuff. Yeah, because those little ridges, when you tie it tight, it's actually going to like kind of lock together a little bit. So it's right. Stop the line from slipping and all that other stuff. So you yeah. make a knot and you're not that's normally good to begin with just became better. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about as much stuff. You know, right. The, and uh, he did say that it's going to help like minimize line breaks. And it's like, I don't know if it has anything to do with the fish's teeth, like those little ridges will actually help there too like if it makes it more durable Mm -hmm. but it definitely 
uh, helps your knot strength. And just that caught my attention. Just yeah. that one little piece of it. If it matches everything else with everything, but you have better knot strength. Yeah. You know, maybe Dude, it's worth I it. know. I guess I got to see what the price point is before I say like, <laughs> buy it. Yeah. So, uh-huh. Yeah, but, I'm right yeah. there with you. But like, just to prove as like my inexperience uh, with with fishing, um, I regularly lose when I get out. I regularly lose one or two yeah. from a shitty tie because I'm not sure. that good, or I snipped it too short, and I'm like, I'm fine. Yeah, I I do it. It's just my inexperience with it, and I'm like. Yeah, dude, I could use some knot strength help because I pull it up yeah. and it's just got a curly end and nothing else. And I'm like, God damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've had it happen a couple of times where it's like, for whatever reason, like the knot, the knot didn't get pulled like perfectly tight. And then when a fish does get hit or whatever, it's able to like slide a little bit and then it comes out. And it's like, well, even if you don't get the knot perfect, I would still think that <clears throat> if they, if it does what they claim it does, and those ridges are able to like lock it in a little bit, it's still going to work well for you, you know? Right. Yeah. In an ideal situation, I'm pulling that thing tight and I just see that perfect knot at the bottom. Dude, when you knot, that's, that's one of the most satisfying things you can do when you knot it up perfect and you pull it tight and it just becomes that tight, perfect little knot uh-huh. at the end of your lure. You're just like, yes. Yeah. That's, a I think good that's one. why fly fishers are so like hyped on making their own flies. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> when, when you it see gets it. done, dude. When you it do is it, satisfying. And you see it. Yeah. yeah, it is satisfying when you tie your own tie and then you get down to the end and you see that it looks like whatever bug you know. Because I've watched it before. I've never tied a tie before, but I've right. watched it. Yeah, online and it just shows me it, and it gets to a point and then they like hold it up and I'm like, yeah, I guess it looks kind of like it. But then they show me a picture of it side by side and I'm like, damn, I bet floating on the top of the water that fish is gonna think that's that for sure that's a good job you know so, <laughs> so i yeah. get excited but all right we're getting into some baits now people first, can, can we jump was, into one thing that i gotta ask i just have to yeah, ask dude, this hit it sunline made a tapered leader is that new oh maybe i've never heard of a tapered leader but I it was know. like 12 pounds at the start and then it was like eight at the end and i was just like well that's fucking interesting concept oh that i have never heard of okay that's what i thought too so it really caught my eye and i wrote it down and i was like okay they have a 10 foot leader so i don't know who the fuck's using a 10 foot leader but i just it was and yeah i'm sure they come in different sizes because he said they have different sizes and weights and all this stuff but this one just to give it full context and why i thought it was so crazy it's like it's a 10 foot leader and it's 12 pounds at the end that you tie to your, you know, it's a 12 pound test that you yeah. tie to your line, which is presumably 12 or more pounds. And it sure. tapers down towards the hook to an eight pound test. So it gets lighter towards the hook. Yeah. That sounds crazy. Because then they were just like, it's less visible to the fish when, as it goes towards the yeah. bait. It becomes, but your whole, but the structure of the whole thing is more durable than just fishing eight pounds and then fishing eight pound test. I mean, that makes sense kind of, but also the eight pound test is like, that's your weak point. Right. So like if you still only have eight pound at that 
specific spots. So okay, good. Yeah. Poland. I just don't. I would want to hear somebody explain that to me a little bit better because uh-huh. I don't see that. I was thinking the other way around, like the eight pound is what you have further. And you got 12 pound test to be able to handle something biting a little bit better. But that doesn't really make a lot of sense either. Cause then why not just have 12 pound liter material that you tie on? Like I do tie on, I will say too, I'm already a little bit iffy about sunline cause I have sunline and it's mm-hmm. a really good line. It's like supple and it's nice. Eight pound sunline. I have to use liter material because if mm-hmm. I get a pike to bite on that lure or that jig is gone. It's gone. Yeah. The abrasive resistance on. I forget what the heck it's called. It's like a, it's a, a sunline that's called like a stealth or something. It's like a it's like a sneaky type name is what mm-hmm. is in my head. I can't remember what it is. Right. I got you. That Makes one sense. versus my Seaguar Invisex. I don't get bit off nearly mm. as much with the Invisex. So those are like in the same price point, but I have leader material that I tie on. So I'm going to have to look into that more because I yeah. don't know necessarily what the benefit is because some of the other guys will definitely do where they'll put, I've heard, you know, you have your, your, um your braided line that yep. goes down to like your leader material. Okay. And the leader material, they were will on purpose make sure that it's a lighter line than the rest of it. So okay. then if you do end up you're breaking your line, you're not trying to like dick around with okay. more. You're uh-huh. only losing that point. Or maybe it was something too with like a a drop shot where like if the weight gets caught on some rocks, if they're fishing in the rocks, mm. that they make sure that the line from the hook to the drop shot is lighter than the line from the hook to your reel. Mm. So you can just snap that off mm-hmm. and then tie on a new weight. Right. Depending on the hook, you know, they don't. Yeah. Depending on your like full that, set. But, right. But that's, we're not yeah. talking about that, but yeah, right. that's, I, I'm, that's all I really wanted to hear is just like, what, it, this seems so strange to me. I wanted to hear somebody who seems actually strange, knows yeah. what it, what I'm saying can, inter- you yeah. can interpret like the real world application. And right. It's just like, I, I get that you're kind of just going like, mm, I'm not, I'm not sure. I mean. I can get I can get why you would want lighter line closer to the hook. But I don't understand how it would benefit to have thicker line above that. To have the leader like that's just still be your, bigger. Yeah, that's still your weak point. You right. know? Yeah. I don't know. Like why not just have twelve pound line go to an eight pound leader? Right. Sort if I got to if I got to walk across the bridge and most of it's rated to hold a lot of weight and some of it's rated to hold not much, I'd still be like that, that fucking spot over there is going to break still though. <laughs> I don't want to go on. It's not that part's not rated for this shit. Yeah. You know, it's like I don't <laughs> I, I like don't the way you it. put it though that you said like I, I think I need somebody more to explain that cuz so like you're not you're not shitting on the idea. You just can't yeah. As a real world fisherman who who does put lighter leads on stronger on you know bigger, like you may have twelve pound on and then t- and put on an eight pound leader, right? And you understand the concept of what that is and what it would do, but to have them fused into one, you're so that's exactly all I wanted to hear is just like yeah, okay, 
we can yeah. go in debates. I just, I just yeah. really thought it was weird. No, that's that's a good thing to bring up because I am curious and I'll definitely have to look into that because I didn't see that. And I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> Let's jump nope. into debates. You got one you want to kick right. off with? I got a couple of them. Yeah. So first, I'm going to hit it with the best saltwater bait because I'm excited about it. I don't saltwater fish, but I am excited right. about this because it's the best saltwater soft bait is the Z-Man Mulletron. Mulletron. Yeah, bro. Yeah, dude. And the, the thing that I'm excited about that is like it's a big, is that bigger Berkeley swim bait. Or Z-Man? No, bro. Z-Man. It's Z-Man. Oh, this shit. I had, Z-Man. I had Berkeley down. Whoops. Well, Berkeley's the freshwater. Oh. This is bro. the saltwater. We're talking saltwater here. And here's why I'm excited. Two different things. First off, it's a bigger swim bait. It's got a rattle inside the thing. It is made. I should. I said two different things, but like this is just me explaining the thing. I know this is more of the two things. This is me explaining the bait. It's a bigger swim bait, you know, just like a paddle tail style swim bait. Yep. It has a rattle chamber inside the bait. It is made out of Z-Man's Elastec material, which yep. is super durable. 110 and, times stronger or something like that. Oh, yes. It's, yeah, it literally says what you said. Yeah, it's like. I don't know if it's 10 times or 110 times, but yeah, it's stronger than the competition for sure. Cause there's a couple of different, like power bait has like something like that too, where it's like, it smells way stronger than the rest of them or whatever. Right. I don't know. It's a, right. on the packages. I've, I just know what they are. I don't look at that shit anymore. I just go, I need this one and that right. color. Oh, look at that color. Yeah. You're over but, that like extra marketing yeah. material. I yeah. Yeah. I don't care. Like sometimes if it's brand new, then I'll look at the, the bag and try to understand it. Like last year's, I cast big bait uh, made their sensational. Yeah. Like with sense. Yeah. Yeah. You get so it was like that where it was like, okay, I got to see about, I got to look into this one. Cause I don't know about it. They're talking about more stink. How much more stink? What are we talking about here? <laughs> what are we talking about here? What's <laughs> this, this stretchy material that Z man uses this? What, yeah. I forget the name of it. That's last Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is it good for, taken the bite or like what what exactly is that it is so crazy stretchy and durable that it's actually kind of hard to put on your hooks what because it's it's hard to push a hook into it no way yeah because it's stretchy as hell but once you learn how to put it on the hook it's like the amount of effort that it takes you to put it on your hook sometimes is worth it because once it's on your hook, mm-hmm. that shit's on there, dude. It's yeah. not coming. They're not ripping off a claw. If I'm using like a crayfish style bait and the claws are moving, yep. a sunfish or a bluegill isn't going to come and rip that claw off. It's going to be in one piece when I get it back up to the boat where some of the other baits I've had like Guggen, dude, I like your guys' shit like as far as your video production goes, but your baits need to be more durable because <laughs> you cast that thing out. It goes to the bottom. You feel one tick, you reel it up and then you're like, Oh, sunfish ripped off the claw. Now so I must grab the next one. And your six pack goes in like a half, you know, like that. It's gone. Yeah. Anyways, the, Mulletron. the Mulletron has a through hook or through bait hook. So it's just like a one hook on the swim bait that goes in the top mm-hmm. and the line goes through it and ties on like that. So it's a different kind of style. 
where it looks like the hook's almost like more exposed, ready to roll instead of how you mm-hmm. hook, which is nice because of how the Z-Man Elastic is kind of hard to rig up like that. Mm. It's nice to just have a pocket where the hook is sitting there and yeah. not you're trying to poke it through so it's just barely going through the surface or whatever it happens to be. Yeah. You know? First off, it's a big bait that last that they made out of Elastech, which is cool. So I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited for future applications to come because this will play a big role in the bass world when we start talking about different colors because up until now, Z-Man has good colors, but that's all they are. They're colors. colors. This is the first time they have photo printed onto their Elastech. Yeah, yeah. So yep. now we're talking, you know, once we start getting into bait, that's not mullets from saltwater and the yep. different bait fish that you find in your local pond or lake yep. or whatever you fish. Yeah. That's what's got me excited. Yeah. And it reminds thinking, me like the gillies that they do, the realistic gillies. Those are yeah. photo printed on. And if you don't know about exactly. it. Yep. Yeah. Gillies are fucking power, crazy, dude. Yeah, power bait does it with a couple of different things. They got some, they got some shad style paddle tails. I can't remember what they call those, and they have the, the like drops shot ones that um, the I forget his last name, Jordan. My brain is like Jordan Peel, and I'm like, no, that's it's not him. It's <laughs> just I can't remember. Anyways, but anyways, it's it's called the Champ. It's like a little um, little minnow that works really good on like a. A drop shot, but those are photo printed. And the first time I saw those, I'm like, damn, look at how realistic. It's a soft <laughs> plastic that looks like a hard bait. I was like, damn, that's cool. So, so yeah. So what's the Mullatron? Why does this got you so pumped? I mean, for other applications. Just because a big swim bait works. Oh. And in our lakes, that will catch bass, that will catch pike, and the application for a big elastic swim bait that Mm -hmm. i can use more than once a soft bait that gets bit by a pike Mm. most of the time gets shredded pretty good Mm. and you can Mm -hmm. still use it but it starts getting gashes in it and those Mm -hmm. gashes eventually you know deteriorate Right. right if if the if you have a hard time poking a hook through it it's just going to be like a chew toy to a pike. you know. <laughs> so I think that's what I'm excited for because I fish a lot of bodies of water that I shouldn't say a lot of bodies of water. I fi- the water that I do fish. You fish a lot. I fish a lot, but I mean like I don't fish a whole lot of different bodies of water. I don't right. want people to think I'm fishing like a million different lakes because I don't fish a lot. I fish a lot, but not a lot of bodies of water. Right. That, so that's Anyways, it doesn't matter. Anyways, the, but point. That, the point being is that there are toothy critters in our lakes. Right. And I'd like to be able to fish something that's soft plastic and I don't have to worry about getting shredded right. every time I have something yeah. bite it. So that's so exciting is, to me. So is this going to be like it won saltwater bait at ICAST? Mm-hmm. But is saltwater it going, soft. Saltwater soft bait. You're yes. right. Okay. Yep. Saltwater soft bait at ICAST 2023. It won that title. Yes. And 
you're excited for freshwater. Are you going to be able to find it? Like, could you, you could use this in freshwater and you're kind of making it sound yep. like that. If you found the small, I could order it. You can order it most of the time. They're not, yeah, cause we're can... not going to stock it up here. Right. Like you're not going to go to runnings or Cabela's or fleet farm and find it probably. You might though. Yeah. Because the weird thing about it is like the scents aren't necessarily like formulated for, um, different salt water or whatever. I think sometimes they're made to mimic it, but you can find salt. I don't know. I don't personally go for the salt water stuff uh, most of the time because it's not the right colors uh, for the waters that I'm fishing. Right. Okay. But there's definitely like if you go into your local stores, you could probably find the salt water. Like the best example I have is the Berkeley Gulp. Okay. The stuff that's made for freshwater is white and red packaging. The white and blue packaging is salt water. It's oh. technically meant for salt water, and you can find but that in most can, of the stores around here. In, oh, okay. Yeah. And so it's like, just there like you they, go. they still sell fun. it. Yeah, they still sell it sometimes where they're just like, yeah, it's made for salt water, but we know you guys want it. And those, a lot of those, though, are colored where it's like bright pink, bright yellow. People still want to buy those solid one colors. Right. I don't think we're going to be selling mullet in the stores around here. <laughs> Right. So depending on what colors they come out with, I think it's a possibility. But okay. when you start talking about, you know, the photo printed fish that we don't have here, then I don't know. But right. you can order that stuff sure. online and, um, you know, like yeah. the Tackle Warehouse, for example. Right. I throw them out there because they're a bigger company that I think does deal with a lot of saltwater stuff as well. Sure. You know, where like Omnia Fishing is more local. And I don't know if they would have, I know they have some saltwater baits and I bet they would have it. I bet they're going to get it because I bet people are going to want to buy it. Yeah. You know, anyways, they'll have a, a little bit for, you know, to start. We'll see. I don't know. So but, with, so this um, sort of, what am I trying to say here? Um, is it line through with the top hook? Right. Yep. Is that is that how they put it? I was just trying to remember. I couldn't remember. I didn't necessarily have my notes. Okay. Line through top um, hook swim baits. Top hook line through swim bait. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Top hook line. So I saw Bass Mafia's Chris Zeldane's. I oh, don't know if it's his yeah. company or whatever, or if that that's his main sponsor. I think. It, yeah. I don't know if it's his company or not. But he's super involved in them. Yeah. It, no matter how you'd put it. So he yep. was over at Bass Mafia's booth. And they had the loaded Zell Dangerous swimmer. And it looks like mm. what you're saying. But that guy's yes. a, well, that guy's a he fishes a lot of different things from yeah. what I get. But he's he's a bass master pro. Right. Yep. And he said he's been developing, like he said he had this, it's an eight-year-old idea. It's been in two years of dev. Um, and I'm just going, Well, it's a good thing you came out this year because I've seen three of them now. <laughs> right. Yeah. So did well, you see not, the one that did you see the the Bass Mafia one? So I'm I probably have seen stuff similar to that, but he's not the only one. Mega Bass has um these uh there's there's quite a few company that have through lines. I have a through line. I've never used it. Okay. I got it in one of my Monster Bass boxes. I haven't used it just because um that one's a, like a treble hook through line. It's like a yeah. It I goes saw one of those. through and it goes on the bottom and then you put the treble hook. So some of them are a little bit different. Okay. Um, 
So it's not necessarily as weedless. It's more of an open water swim bait. Yep. And the the structure of the lake that I mainly fish doesn't have a lot of like not weeded areas. Mm. It's I'm dealing with like weeds on most stuff. So that one just hasn't, there hasn't like the situation hasn't really presented itself. Right. Where you, you're going to use it. Yeah. mm -hmm. But there's definitely, um, there's definitely more than one out there. It's all just, you know, they start, using their own formulas for the soft plastics and right. they, they start doing this and that. So yep. and maybe a little, little bit of different channeling with yeah. the vine or whatever the case may be. Right. Okay. So yeah. I was under the impression just the way that, that Chris presented it um, because I'm new to this, this world uh, of baits and um, prototypes and whatever, you know, when it comes to that, yeah. uh, I, I, I didn't really wrap my head around the fact that, just because someone has spent a lot of time on it and made prototypes and things like that, it doesn't mean that it's brand new. It means that they're right. maybe modifying something slightly, you know, there there's more right. to the story than yeah, this is brand yeah. new. Yeah, it's not like they're the first person to ever do it. Yeah, for sure. That I mean yeah. that almost never happens mm-hmm. to gotcha. see something that is like completely outside the box. Right. Like last year's Z man topwater bait. Yep. Where it's like that blade and then yep. the stick bait and stuff. Yeah. Like that's still just like a couple other lures put together basically. Right. But it was like a new some, lure. I mean, yeah, gen- like that was, Whoa, I remember us going like, Oh, that thing's crazy. Look at that. And you know, talking about that. Yeah. But yeah, it was just, it was more still like a combo. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But speaking of Z-Man and saying like there's been slight tweaks and stuff. Oh, yeah. The the freshwater hard bait was won by Z-Man as well. And that was the Evo Chatterbait uh, or the I think it's like the Evo Elite Chatterbait. I forget. Okay. I thought I heard him say it two different orders, but it's called the e- EVO and then yep. Chatterbait. Which is crazy that they're like, we've, this is, this is why I wanted to say something about this because where they're like, we've really like gave it more premium features and done this and that. And it was like, really? (laughs) Because you have your original chatterbait and then you have, now I'm probably getting this wrong because I can't remember if the, the jackhammer, I think that's the new topwater bait. Okay. But there's the the chatterbait that they have i think is also called something like the jackhammer the man jackhammer i'm googling <laughs> it and it's so case i'm not thinking about it just seeing it no that's that is what it's called okay. jackhammer here's what i'm getting at <clears throat> that jackhammer the original chatterbait is like i don't know exactly we'll say 7 Six fifty seven dollars. Okay. The jackhammer is fifteen ninety nine. Jesus. It is a sixteen dollar lure, and now they've upped it. But <laughs> I don't know if they've upped the price or if they just upped the technology <laughs> or if they just so upped it. 
Uh, yeah, but like up the tech, okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm talking about. Where we were talking about like just base, basically making stuff because it says, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, or what I wrote down was that they um, basically just made the ch- chatterbait the best they could. Where they they said that they tuned the blade like basically to perfection, so it starts working like as soon as you're cranking it, like barely moving it. Because they oh. tried, they tried a bunch of different shapes, um, a bunch of different like where it hinged, how far it could move back and forth. Like they really oh, tried wow. getting the perfect, you know, doing what they could. Yeah. And the other part they were talking about was is the a hook keeper where a lot of them have like one piece that can hold something on. And this one does like two pieces. And they're huh. like, once you get your soft plastic on, it's staying where it needs to stay, which I think is a pretty big deal actually because the chatterbait, you know, that blade is moving back and forth like this. Oh, and yeah. okay. I think it could actually vibrate that stuff off and make it slide a little bit, but it has right. kind of like a ribbed piece of metal that's on a hook. Oh, a BMC did that resin. I don't know. Did we change the, the strength of that hook with that piece? I don't know. That's what right. they're talking about. BMC right. shit on you. What's up? <laughs> Z man. Are you guys going to fight? Anyways, uh, so they like they have that. What the fuck? What the hell, Sorry. dude? It's this plastic bottle. I've set it up like five times. Yeah, but it's just the third time that something's just like loud noise and interrupted. Ghosts are real. <laughs> if the lights go out, I'm gonna shit my pants. And we're just gonna end the podcast. <laughs> I'm not scared now, but if the lights turn off, if I lose power, just assume I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> from shitting yourself to death <laughs> i would shit myself to death <laughs> oh so, okay uh anyways um so it's got that part on the hook it's further back like tur- towards the turd <laughs> towards the <laughs> towards the curve like normally you got the curve and then it goes up to the front and then by the head they'll have some sort of a hook keeper like some of them, it's like mm-hmm. a piece of metal that comes out and it's like a right angle almost. Mm-hmm. And then you're able to kind of like clip that in to the bait itself. Mm-hmm. Some of them are actually kind of like a safety pin style where you can kind of like put it into the plastic and it'll kind of like clip around the hook. So oh. it'll really lock it on there. But this okay. one, it has, it said that it has a hook keeper up towards the head. And then it also has that ribbed piece on the hook itself to stop it from sliding. Mm. So it's like that sounds dope. Like wow. two holding it in place. Yeah, that's gotta be cool. But that's yeah. what that's basically what it, they said. They were just like, "Here's the Evo. It's an upgraded version, mm-hmm. and it has everything you want." And I'm like, "I thought we got everything we wanted with the jackhammer." But I'm not gonna <laughs> argue. I just want to know what the price is. Right? <clears throat> Did you have to go like twenty dollars now or twenty five? We talking twenty dollars for a chatterbait? Because I don't know if I can afford that, man. Because oh, a lot of times I'm casting those out without a leader, mm. and that's way gotcha. too scary. I mean, I tie on the leader material, I guess, but I also fish the lake with a musk with muskies. You know, we're not just talking about bigger northerns; we're talking about muskies as well. Like, right? My twelve pound fluorocarbon leader may not withstand some of the bites i get right. so when we're talking twenty dollars if that's what we are talking i might have to go with the cheaper version and just hope you know i mean obviously if you're talking tournament fishing and stuff it's different but right 
then you just cross your fingers you don't lose it or if you get sponsorship, whatever. <laughs> so we're talking best freshwater bait now because the oh, best or the yeah. soft bait. That best freshwater soft bait is the Berkeley Nessie. And yeah, dude. The guess who's back, man? Because <laughs> are the what are we at guess least? Back. Hey, <laughs> guess who's back? I missed my yeah. cue because my mouth shut off. Oh damn! <laughs> so I literally had to wait for the mouse to reconnect, and then yeah, that's right. I thought maybe. We didn't really talk about that beforehand. I know I was just like, hey, get a guess who's back thing going. I didn't know what. I was just like, get whatever you want. <laughs> and then we didn't talk about it. So I was like, I don't know if you got anything. I knew, I just, I knew that we didn't even really have to talk about it because I knew that you were going to get it. And it was just like, yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. Here, let's do it, let's do it again. Let's, let's, let's take two. Take two. All right, man. We're getting into the best freshwater soft bait. And guess who's back? Yeah, guess who's back? It's Berkeley in the top spot with a soft freshwater bait for like at least the fourth year in a row, I think. It's not guys they keep hitting them with them. Man, Berkeley it's been fucking blows my mind, dude. Yeah, and I've only really been year, following this stuff for two, three yeah. years. It's just like what last the year, fuck, man. Last year the hard bait was their hard bait with their chatter bait. Because they had mm. their, and then the soft bait was actually the trailer for their chatter bait. And now Z-Man's got the top spot with their chatter bait. But uh, also chatter bait is a term like Kleenex. Uh, it's, I think, te- right. technically like a bladed jig. Anyways. Um, so um, the year before that, I can't remember, but it was it was theirs. The year before mm-hmm. that, I thought it was theirs too. So they just been hitting it with this, but this dude, yeah. Berkeley Nessie, yeah, is a soft plastic glide bait, like a swim bait, one joint in the middle. Okay, so it's like you can reel it and it'll swim like a swim bait, but it's not. You don't really call it a swim bait because you can, when it glides, how it kind of swims, you can pause it and it'll kind of like turn like a dying fish. You can. You can pop it back and forth. Mm-hmm. I don't know with the joint if you can really like walk the dog type thing, but okay. like glide baits, a lot of times you could just like pop it and it'll kind of like do do boom. Yeah, bam, it'll you know, go like quick left and then quick right. And... Right. Yeah. So I don't know if if it if you can do that with this. I don't know, but here I got two points. So first off, there are three different sizes. A five a seven and a nine inch Jesus. the nine inch one because we're talking soft plastic and not a hard bait which a lot of these are and i don't know if anybody makes a soft plate that's a single joint like or soft bait that's a single joint like this there have been soft swim baits in the past like i know i have a siebel magic swimmer okay that actually had like a weight system on the hook i don't know if they still sell that anymore it was just kind of like these rubber weights that you would put on the hook Hmm. But that looked like a sunfish, the one that I had, or a okay. bluegill. And that was pretty cool, but it wasn't this. Um, this actually has, uh, oh, the 9-inch comes in at under 2 ounces. What? 
which is big because that means you don't have to dick around with getting new gear. You most right. likely will have to throw it on a little bit heavier rod anyways, because that's still a relatively big bait, two ounces. But coming in at under two ounces, if you were talking a hard bait, you're probably looking at six ounces or so around there, just yeah. rough estimate guessing. Sure. Yeah. And you're probably gonna be a, you're probably gonna have to be throwing that stuff on like musky sized tackle. Well, that's what I thought when you said nine inch yeah. freaking soft bait anyway, because Right. The, dude, like I just got, you know, we did it on one of the Christmas specials or whatever. We did the like present opening thing and I got those, um, yeah, those soft baits that are for walleye fishing. That package yeah. is fucking heavy to me. Like it's rubber. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Like yeah. it's a, it's a, it's, it's a rubber compound or something. It's fucking heavy in my opinion. Yeah. Two ounces on a nine inch fucking. Yeah soft not plastic even. you've got to be kidding me yeah not even they said it comes in at just under two ounces jesus so it's not even two ounces so that's cool because you can just go out there and throw it on your regular baits but uh honestly you're going to be catching something that's eating a nine inch bait <laughs> right so you're probably going to need a pretty decent setup yeah. anyway <laughs> yeah so but the idea uh, the concept the fact that it is so light right there is right. just like whoa and, dude the other application that you have because of its soft bait like this, mm -hmm. you are now able to fish that around structure that you weren't able to do before. Why? For Because when you had a hard bait, mm -hmm. you don't really want to be chucking that hard bait into like accidentally hitting a dock, accidentally hitting a boat, because mm. you don't want to be dinging up that boat. You uh -huh. don't want to be dinging up your bait. Ah. You got a soft piece of rubber that you accidentally hit a boat with. No harm, no foul, dude. You didn't right. dent that boat. And you didn't mess up your lure. Right. So you don't have to worry about hurting that stuff. And because of how it's soft, you don't have to worry about it dinging off stuff. But you could skip that bitch under a dock. You oh. haven't been able to fish a glide bait under a dock yet. You know, that's no something way, that dude. just didn't happen before. Wow. So it depends on what your weed situation looks of course. like because it does have a treble hook that's underneath it. Yeah. And the way that's what I want to talk about. Some so the way the way that it's I didn't see how it was hooked up, but the way that it looks is it's almost like the idea of a through line, but it goes it's like you got the eyelet in the front, so you got the loop, mm -hmm. and then that from the loop it goes down to like a swivel and then it goes back to the the treble hook the treble and then underneath the it. there's like a slit in the belly so one of your hooks goes up into the fish basically and i don't know what's holding it there but they said that basically like when you cast mm. it underneath stuff it'll hold the hook there because i think when you start fighting it the bait actually becomes like comes free Whoa. so then instead of the whole bait adding weight to your hook uh -huh. where it's trying like that's a counterweight to kind of pull it out of the hook's mouth once you're hooked up the hook is basically in the fish's mouth and that Whoa. the weight of the bait is kind of hanging you know it's uh -huh. like two inches in front of the fish so i don't know exactly how that's hooked up but the one hook goes into the belly and then you have the other two hooks that are outside of it kind of like a reverse frog Oh, you know, that's how it was. So, 
yeah. couldn't stop staring at that like weird chain underneath its from its mouth yeah. to its underbelly. And yeah. I was I couldn't figure that out. That was my only note. I'm like, what's up yeah. with that thing? <laughs> so so the thing is like you can't put the hook right in the front because then your hookup ratio is horseshit because the fish literally has to swallow the whole thing. Right. So you try to move the hook back far enough so the fish actually gets the hooks in it. And mm. then you have it on that chain instead of a fixed deal. You have it on that chain because it should be able to like free fall once the fish actually hits. Mm. But how it's hooked up in there, I don't know. I haven't really sure. played with that stuff. So, right. But that's the idea is that when you catch the fish, the hook kind of pulls away right. from the bait. It does what you... You said yeah. it kind of breaks the bait in a way. It breaks the bait free and the hooks go in the fish. Right. Cool. Yeah. That thing's fucking crazy looking. I, I'm excited to hear what you get with that. Oh, yeah, dude. I am definitely excited to get my hands on that one. And that one, I don't know if it'll be out this year. It's kind of a weird timing, right? I didn't look into it. But we normally talk about iCast stuff when it's like... In July. Cold, and we get excited for the new stuff that's going to be coming out. Some of this iCast stuff that was released is out right now. Like, oh. it's just like, this is a new iCast release. Like, Omnia, I saw Seth doing a little ad for Omnia being like, this was an iCast release. And he's like talking about a Diablo reel that they have now. Yeah. That was just like released. Yeah. Uh, some things were doing that, but the majority of it was the. Like, oh, it'll be later this year. It'll be in the fall. We'll get it out this fall. And right. I, so I wanted to talk about that timing quick. Like, we'll talk about it quick. I mean, man, we're coming 15 minutes till two hour mark. About 15 right. minutes till two hour mark. So without getting into it too much, is is the holiday season really big for fishing? Or do they just want to get it out before the end of the year so you can get hyped for Christmas? Like, what's up with the timing on that? Dude, I don't know. That's what I'm confused about. Because I thought it always was like iCast was later or earlier. I never thought it was in the middle of summer. Yeah. That's what I'm confused about. Okay. I mean, so it's been in July I... since I've been, since we've been doing the podcast. But my... Really? Yeah, because well, maybe not the first year, but I can I know for sure it was July last year. It's July again in twenty twenty four. Um Damn, maybe I'm just dumb. But no, here's why I think you're making the connection is because this this has life to it because everything I saw was either out now or out later this year, like in the fall or late fall or something like that, is what people kept saying. And so it will come back around when these actually launch you're going to hear iCast best freshwater plastic. It's sure. all the hype is going to come back because these people, these manufacturers are now going to market using the iCast award and stuff like that. Mm. And so brand new yeah. available to market. Now back in July, we won iCast best soft plastic. You know, it's going to be like shit like that. So you're going to sure. get this like hype again. And I, I'm a little bit surprised to see fishing going this route because this is the, to make the tie to video games. This is happening in video games a lot where they do the out oh, now. They've been able to oh, hide yeah. it somehow and then they get to a big hype moment presentation yeah. and they're like, and you can go download it right now. And it's like, oh shit, it really hits in yeah. a different way. And so I wonder if that's happening 
in I that makes sense area now too. That makes sense. Yeah. I really thought that it was always like earlier or whatever where I'm like, hopefully I get that out, but it could be. I just don't remember like looking for some reason it's not computing to me <laughs> where I was looking like seeing all the new lures come out like mid fishing seat like in the heat of everything where I'm like sure damn I don't ever remember being like damn it'd be nice to have that lure right now when I'm fishing you know right it always felt like when that comes out that's gonna be dope like right. that's what I was waiting for right so I don't know man yeah I it's interesting because I, I would have thought that remember. they would have been saying in the spring like I thought I figured that's when they would drop all this new stuff and everybody kept saying yeah. later this fall and I'm just like yeah that's what we that's what the video game community does because then it's holiday season and everybody gets their new consoles yeah. and all this other stuff. And so when you're doing your June video game show and you say later yeah. this year, everyone just goes, well, I mean, that means it comes out before Christmas. <laughs> right. You know exactly. what I mean? And here, yeah. hearing these fishing guys go, oh, later this year in the fall. And I'm just like, well, I get that fall has fishing season. We've talked about that many times on the podcast and I'm, you know, beginning to understand it. But then, yeah. You know, I you you just hear all these things that they're talking about, and it's just like, well, that is probably matching the hatch, well, like type yeah. shit. So, and they seem to release whenever they want, though, because I know sure. I want to see say there was another reveal, and I don't know if it was at iCast or if I just saw it on Rapala's website, but they were talking about how they have a new series. Yes, of, can we talk about that? Well, you're talking, I got the soft plastics is what I'm going to get at for like that. I definitely want to talk about, but do you see the new hard baits? Oh no. So the new hard baits, um, I don't know if I sent that one to myself, but the new hard baits, uh, it had a specific name to it. And now I can't remember what the hell it was. Um, here, I have it right here. The new hard base. It does say iCast 2023. The PXR Maverick. And it says uh, that when approaching the task of an ultra premium suspending jerkbait. So ultra premium. So basically from what I'm taking from that is that they're trying to move into the categories of like what Mega Bass and them guys are doing. Okay. Where they're talking about you know, like $25 a lure. Holy shit. shit. Yeah. Which is not what Rapala is right now. No, not right now. And it says Rapala is introducing the first lure in the new PXR family, the Maverick 110 jerkbait. So the thing about them talking about that is when I, I thought it was this one, but I thought someplace it said that, that is coming out in yeah it says rapala underneath it says icast 2023 but it says new for 2024 okay so that one's not coming out till next year right so that was the point i was getting at yeah but not trying to get off on a tangent about that because we should just finish it up with what you were talking about and what i'm excited about because <laughs> they have tried other stuff and I don't know if they bought other companies in the past, but they did not have good stuff. Mm -hmm. Their soft plastic in the past 
at least the one that was most recent was called Trigger X. Okay. And Trigger X was fine, but it was like one of those where they're just like formulated with pheromones and whatever. And you're like, yeah, okay, that All sounds right. cool. Yeah. And I remember using them and they worked okay. I had this one big bait that I ended up catching a real big pike on because it was a giant like soft plastic creature <laughs> bait. But it was like, I think that was just a creature bait. I don't think it had to do with the sound, the smell or whatever. But those yeah. didn't do so hot. And then they just kind of went kaputs. And that was huh. technically Rapala. But I don't know. If they just bought another company and they owned it for a little while, you know, that and came then out it just or what? wasn't up to Rapala yeah. standards and they kind of, yeah, just went because like... it, yeah, because they never released it as just being like, this is Rapala. This new one is Rapala. Yeah, dude. It is Rapala Crush City. Crush City. And it was designed by Jacob Wheeler. Yeah. And if professional... you don't know who Jacob Wheeler is, he's, he just won the last, uh, I can't, I shouldn't say just one. I don't know for sure, but he won real recently. Yeah. But I thought he's an MLF champion for sure. I thought he was like the, is he in MLF now? Yeah. I thought he just won like the Bassmaster Classic or some shit. Oh, I don't that know. That was I'm, gussy. Yeah. I'm that just won. I'm tired. I forgot. I was, I, know. I was looking at some of the numbers okay. of the people. But we got to talk about Crush City for sure because I was like, hey, what guys, is going on? Yeah, I hope Tim's doing a, the research because what the fuck is Rapala doing, dude? I'm just like, whoa. Yeah. Because they're based out of Minnesota here. Rapala, well, Rapala and then worked with Rapala worked with a guy who good at fishing <laughs> and then they made baits. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and I, I also wrote down. Not an ad, just excited. I wrote that at the top. Like just <laughs> so you guys know, this is not an advertisement. I am just excited about these baits because they do look very good as well. Yeah. So currently there's four soft plastics, I believe. Okay. So you have the cleanup craw, pretty standard. You know what it's gonna be. Yeah. I shouldn't say it's standard. If you can find the iCast videos, it's a very cool way that they displayed them too because they have like the models that are made out of what looks like balsa wood. Yeah. And they're big as shit. So they're you can huge, see like a blown. Dude. Yeah. It was so really can, cool. <laughs> yeah. So you could see a blown up version of it. Yeah. And then you know, like clearly that's like the 3D model that they had. And then they're like, all right, shrink that down and then make a mold of it. And right. then we'll inject it with are soft plastic yep. which they do say is it sounds like it's kind of like on the same uh like it sounds like people are taking a page out of z-man's book because this one sounds like it floats like z-man stuff okay and it's more elastic like z-man stuff mm. also what northland is getting into their stuff is elastic mm. and uh floats mm -hmm. so i think they're all kind of getting into the same area because mm -hmm. it, Northland has its own soft plastics now too, but I don't know right. if they go to I, iCast. Yeah, I didn't. I don't see anything, Northland. so I do. I do question that as well. Yeah. I'm very curious. So maybe they'll try to get in. I don't know if you got to pay to get in or what. If they're just like Minnesota knows what's up, you know. <laughs> but so you got the cleanup craw, which is a crawfish. It's a nice crawfish. You'll just have to go check them out yourself. But um, lots of ribs one, in these too. Like the yes. whole collection was very yep. like. I I never really seen ribs like this before. I didn't look into it a ton, but yeah. like they were doing yeah. something different with those ribs. It seemed like, yeah, definitely. Like uh, 
this one definitely looks like the water can like pass through everything and i don't know if that's gonna help kind of like move the scent or what you know mm. or if it's just the the holes can help move the water more disperse it a little bit more give slightly different vibrations because that seems to be what wheeler was talking about on some of this stuff he wants just the slightest little he understands he's uh right he definitely knows the finesse fishing mm-hmm. aspect of everything right um and so you're you got the bronco bug is the next one which would work like a trailer you could fish it kind of like a crawl you could put it on a on a jig you know like a skirted jig you could mm-hmm. put it at like texas rig that one too so that one's just a you know anything that you have bug that's kind of like a creature bug. bait. It could be a trailer. It could be whatever. Sure. What was and the then, bug shape? I mean, I don't know if I saw that one. I think I did, but like, because crawfish is crawfish. I mean, it's kind of shaped like a crawfish, but the crawfish yep. has like more exaggerated claws, where the bug is kind of like straight. Okay. They're not like mandibles. It almost be kind of like weird sticks. Yeah. Okay. Um, I saw that one, yeah, but those but, should move. They it, and that one's probably not as aggressive as well. In the water, mm-hmm. those feet probably move a little bit less, and the craw probably moves a lot more. Right. Okay. So it's depending on what. Sometimes they want a lot of movement. Sometimes it more subtle is the key. Sure. So it kind of depends on whatever the day's giving you. And yep. then you got the Ned BLT. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I like dude. their names. Um, which is a little stick bait, um, but Wheeler says. That it's completely different material that makes it move like you barely do anything. He claims, I mean, the Ned is like a stick, right? It's okay. it's kind of like a worm. Like if you're familiar with a Cinco, it's like a tiny little stick bait, almost like a worm, but it has nothing going on except for it's just kind of like a stick. Yeah, like and this it, is a worm. It's like a short worm. Right, it still tapers. Yeah. It's still stick in the middle and tapers off at the ends, but the ends are like dead, dead cut off. There's not yeah. a worm tail on it. Exactly. It's like the mid part yeah. of a worm just. Thump. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just a okay. it's just a yeah. And for whatever reason, when you're finesse fishing, because that's what a Ned rig is. It's a it's a bright sun, no wind type day mm. where you're just fishing slow with a bait that doesn't move much. Cause you're trying to entice these guys into biting mm-hmm. and that one, he's like a little bit of current, little bit of whatever, or just like fishermen impaired, not impaired, but fishermen, you know, the movement, mm-hmm. just the slightest little bit will make that tail move. And I want to get my hands on these and see what they feel like, because I've had baits like that. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, that thing's pretty stiff and you don't think it's going to move at all. And he's like this one you don't really have to do anything to get it to move. And it's like, that's crazy. Cause it doesn't look like the type of bait right. that will move much at all. Right. But that's what he says. So that's why I'm saying like, also not an ad. I haven't got my hands on these, so I can't say, right. I can only say what they're saying. Are they out and now? They are saying is getting me excited. They had a whole rack. I of saw the shit already packaged. So yep. I haven't been able to find any, so I don't think they're out yet. But they got to be getting close, right? Yeah, because yeah, they had you like a fucking to wall of Crush yeah. City, and it was all yeah. packaged up already, and it was beautiful. Yep. <laughs> yep. And so the last one, the one that got me uh, excited, was the mayor. They all got me excited, but the mayor 
is like a shad paddle tail, which is oh, that's what I that's my go to. Yeah, that's what I use when I'm talking. Like even for wallet, like that's what I use for walleye fishing. The Northland Impulse yeah. that I talked about here on the pod, that is a paddle style, a paddle tail style like that. Nice. And I have multiple different kinds. <laughs> you know, like there's a whole bunch of different manufacturers. Right. Kytec makes one that has like real squid smell or something in it. Whoa! So that one smells kind of crazy, and it's just like I don't know. The fish probably like it, but right? I've caught fish off of that. I've caught fish off of, you know, many different kinds of that paddle tail. I have the Northland Impulse, or not the Impulse, but the Eye Candy is with the new stuff that they just came out with. I just got some of those. So when I get out there next week, I'm going to be using that, but I haven't got mm-hmm. to try those yet. So mm-hmm. that's a different swim bait. Maybe that'll be my go-to. The Impulse, I can't find it in stores. I have <laughs> to order it online, which is not a big deal. But if... right. If they stop making it, like if it's not able to order online, then I got to find a new go-to. And if I want to just grab something for the week, you know, weekend, like, oh, mm-hmm. shit, I forgot. I don't have any of these left. Right. I, I got to run to the ship. local spot. Maybe this is my next um, go-to because they make it in a three and a four inch. And the thing that really excited me about this is because I feel the same way definitely on some of the like clear waters that I fish and stuff. Mm-hmm. I've always felt like some of these are so goddamn aggressive, you know? <laughs> so like the paddle oh, tail, did I forget. Oh, there's five. Oh, I passed up the freeloader. Oh, it's a minnow. And then he's uh wheeler said that he designed it for a chatterbait or a spinnerbait trailer. Oh, so it's like a minnow, but it sweet. has kind of like a stick tail. And you, how you were talking about the ribs, it kind of it goes to a point where it's real skinny, and then it gets big again for a couple of ribs, and then goes down. Oh, so there's an extra uh, little, um, extra something, something like, to the very to tip of the that tail. tail, basically. So I think that'll yeah. So well, you're reeling it in, but I looked at it and I was just like, that looks like it would be the shit on a drop shot too. Oh. So I don't know for sure, Interesting. but the other uh, bait that I was going to, that, uh, the crush city, God damn it. I can't, <laughs> I'm what? saying this all wrong. I just said that so many different, the other bait that I'm, no, that's not what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and then the crush city. Nope. That's the name of the whole thing. Not the, you're tired. Sorry. It's okay. The mayor is that paddle tail. Now, some of them have a lot of action. And it seems to work for the bass sometimes, but I don't always catch the walleyes on it. Okay. So he says, this is straight off of their website. Um, Every city needs a mayor that is dependable, adaptable, and fearless. Ready to lead in the way of all seasons and all conditions. That's why it's my go-to. It works. Yeah. So this is a quote. I'm guessing this is what Wheeler. The biggest thing more than anything is subtlety. When you look at a shad swim or a perch or a bait fish, when they swim, the tail does not move that much. Mm. The density of the plastic is critical to that kick. And it looks like the way the tail is designed, mm-hmm. that it's going to be kind of subtle. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that that Northland Impulse does. It's not oh. a very sturdy tail. It kind of, that's why I like that one so much. And. Uh-huh. The scent definitely doesn't scare them away. I don't know if it's 100% the scent is what's making them bite, 
but that combination is what's getting them in there. And right. if I can match that uh, movement to start, you know, <laughs> right? I can, yeah, yeah. And like yeah. I said, I've caught, I've caught walleye on swim baits that are like the generic, you know, like Shields brand or mm. the Cabela's, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But when you have a manufacturer that does nothing but make baits, right? And then all of a sudden they're just like. We've worked with one of the best fishermen in the world to come up with this. You're just like, oh, oh fuck yeah! Give, I want all of them. <laughs> give me all of them. <laughs> so, hell yeah, yeah dude. I'm I'm pretty pumped on those ones. I'm so, so glad you did all that research because I saw it and I was like, I can't dive into that. I'm going. I need to go find more. I need to go. You know, I need to keep going, and 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 find more. I just have to hope that Tim gets pumped about Crush City and goes in, and you did, <laughs> and you fucking came through, dude. Because <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I, that's why I was just sitting sitting there in silence so much because I saw photos, I saw, you know, I read a very small amount about it, and and yeah. then I was just like, so what is what is Rapala doing? And the answer is getting into the soft plastic game in a real fucking way. Hell yeah, in a real way. Yep. Because that, you know, they have more companies. So oh, yeah. they have a lot. They've, they've kind of touched on it in like a roundabout way, but it's never been a Rapala soft plastic where it's just like this is ours, right? So I'm pumped on it, right? And that's the part that I'm. That's what I mean. Like this is Rapala getting into the plastic game, like yes, in a real, real way. They're not. Yep. They're not yep. like playing around. They came to play. Exactly. Yeah. They're like. Nope, this is going to be Rapala. We're going to work with people to design a Rapala soft plastic. Yeah. This will be Rapala all the way around. And I don't see how it's not successful and how we don't get more baits. Sure. I, I feel like this is just like some video games where they're like, we know we're going to make another one. Right. We're not going to give you all the features right now. Right. We'll save that for the next one. It's so like Breath like, of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. <clears throat> exactly. Here's your here's your first five baits. And you're going to love Get excited them about. and be kicked ass. And they're going to kick ass yep. and they're going to make money and they're going to fund the next, the sequel. Yep. What are we going <laughs> to... What are we going to release all 10 this year and then have nothing to show you next year at iCast? the fuck out of you? because that's where rapple is from they're from that part of minnesota where they talk like that (laughs) yeah where they talk like they're from brooklyn (laughs) dude i heard someone call it rapala and i was like come again so i think that's the right way to say it but i don't like to (laughs) okay that's what i that's why i was like what because it's it's funny being from the area of we're from the area of where Rapala is actually headquartered yeah. around and it's always been Rapala. Everybody yeah. calls it. I've never until well, doing research because, for this podcast, I've never heard anybody say Rapala. Yeah. And it's because rap is like the old Minnesotan word that everybody's been used because it's it's used to talk about knocking on a door mm-hmm. or it's used to talk about just talking. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like that's why rap is called rap. But back right. in the day, it was just like you, yep. you guys, you like a youth pastor, 
you guys want to rap or you know like, uh, <laughs> i'm here my door is always open if you need to but i remember even from a little kid we uh, me and my great grandma would play uh 31 it was a card game mm-hmm. and you would go around and you have all your cards and then when you thought you had a good hand you could hit it right away you get dealt some good hands and you you think you're close to 31 you rap on the table yeah and my old grandma adeline you rapping <laughs> no. i don't know you think i am you hear that yeah i'm rapping i'm rapping <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it yep. so much. Guess who's back? <laughs> you yeah, rapping? rapping. <laughs> you rapping? Guess who's back? <laughs> yeah. Tell me a good hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All man. right, dude. Shit. Go to another two hours of iCast. That's why I said we would do a special. We didn't totally. No, it was all about iCast. I mean, we talked right. in the beginning there, but. uh Anyways, like, subscribe, please. That helps us a ton. That's really yes. what we're asking about. That's really Definitely. what we're asking from you as a f- fellow follower. <laughs> that was not the word that I wanted to use. A faithful <laughs> follower <laughs> of the podcast. I know you guys are out there. I see the analytics and I we appreciate that. Uh, but we could use more subscribes and all that other stuff. Uh, and that would be the best way to contribute to the podcast. That'd be great. But we do have a Patreon Definitely. too. If you just go to realaf.tv, you can find everything on the website from where the podcast can be found to the Patreon page and even our goals that we're trying to achieve for 2023. It's a good time um, because it's just info. There's nothing else there. Straightforward shit. Uh, what else, Tim? Is that a wrap on uh, ICAST 2023 or what are you thinking? That's a wrap on what I did for research. I know that there's a whole bunch more out there. I know that there's a lot of different companies that were bringing new baits, new mm-hmm. colors, all sorts of new stuff. So mm-hmm. if you're if you're jonesing for more, there's more out there. But that's what got me most excited. Me too. And when we came in, we were just like, you think we can do an hour and a half show in two hours? And I cut myself off on some of it. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. I didn't even talk that, about that's it. That's it. So. That's it.